some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 86. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't even practice. That was pretty good. Normally, Scott has to practice that, everybody, at least once. I'm good. Hello, Scott Johansson. How are you, sir, my lovely co-host? I'm blurry. Yeah, you are blurry. I'm Jason Walker, for people who, you know, don't care. Um, He's not blurry enough. <laughs> oh, we're off to the races. How's life, Scott? What's going on? I'm hangry. <laughs> Scott has low blood sugars. Explain. What's going on? We, we are in crisis mode here well, in Northern Illinois. we were supposed to start earlier than we did. And like always, you were late. Um, so I was at the grocery store, and um, apparently Jason's mom has lost interest in me, but luckily Jason's girlfriend, Jamie, has not. And she ran into me at the grocery store and talked to me with a great deal of respect and called me Mr. Johansson and uh, wanted a selfie and an autograph and uh, you know so, so uh, my side of that story i'm over here frantically getting ready for the show i got a jammed printer i'm trying to print things for mark worthling i'm trying to print a Voorhees for paul gill i have blue gloves on my hand my phone dings twice i pick it up one is scott i'm going to be late for the show and the other one is a picture message from jamie with you and her in the same picture very close together and she looks very terrified, and you're smiling. So, oh no, she wasn't terrified at all. <laughs> Matter of fact, at Jewel, if we had an extra room, she wants out. Really? She's had wait, enough. Wait, wait, really? Wait, <laughs> you're recording this. <laughs> oh. Actually, it's going to be in the episode. I love you, James. All right, so we have a um, a, like. A very cool guest this episode, and it's, it's something I talked about, I think, on the live, maybe the episode before. I want to do a few more episodes this year, it's maybe a New Year's resolution, of just highlighting people's collections, what they have, what they do, and just, you know, so if you have a real cool collection you want to share, send me an email. I'm keeping a list of people that would like to come on the show and just kind of show off their stuff. And so our first guest is Joe Heil, and it's about kit bashing more than anything. He has some really cool stuff and some stuff that's bashed that will drive people insane because of what he's done to some pretty expensive and pretty rare kits. So, but an amazing collection. Scott, what'd you think? Just a quick preview. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, the, again, it goes to, he's having fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like me. Doing this every two You're weeks. not having fun. Oh, come on, man. I'm going to show. Here's a quick preview. This is one of the set of cases that were there, so we'll get back. All right, anyway, what's new What's new in the neighborhood, man? What's going on? Are you working on anything? Got anything going on? How do you think the live show went? Let's, let's talk about that. New year? I, I see we, we seem to have gotten a lot of uh, positive feedback on the live show. Yeah, I think so. And I Not as many be... comments as normal on YouTube. No, because those comments happen while we're going. So for right. people that are looking for the live show, they don't show up in the normal place on YouTube. So when you go to our channel, there will be a tab that says live. There's one that says videos. It's not there. It's under live. So you have to click on the live tab and you'll see the last episode. So if you're wondering where it is, that's where it is. And I'm going to be putting out the audio version of it this week. I, uh, I needed a vacation from the show for a little bit. So I haven't 
I'm just trying to get caught up in emails in the last couple of weeks. I've just been really not down. I must feel like Johansson. <laughs> I just kind of, no, I'm feeling fat actually, but that's well, not yeah. what it is. I'm I just kind of swamped with work, fat. having to go back to actual work and realizing like I didn't print anything for myself over break and it's, I've done nothing. And I just didn't feel like editing, didn't feel like answering messages, but I'm back at it. Here we are. New year, 2024, first episode. Uh, but yeah, I, we're here waiting to get snowed on. Um, but I was really happy with the way the show, would you want to do another live? I think we should do maybe one alive a month and one taped. See how it goes. Try doing live episodes every now and again. I like, or maybe just hang out on a Friday night, do a live show for no reason. Cause I know that's what you like to do. It's on Friday a Friday night. night yeah. <laughs> Take your pizza, Pete, just Friday hang out. Yeah. <laughs> so please everybody right now, I went back and looked at the analytics, like 75% of the people that watch this show are not subscribed. So hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications bell. I know it sounds annoying because I hate when YouTubers say it, but it does mean a lot. It helps us out. Please hit the like button as well. Uh, but that's where we are. I was really happy with the way the live one went. Thank you to Brian for joining us. And for people wondering, because I know all hundred of you are wondering where the model in a movie episode is. Brian and I are both on, we're both on vacation. He's got basketball. We had to push that back a week. It'll be coming out next week sometime. So look, why don't you just be honest and tell people how it really is that Clark's basketball is a pain in your ass. And <laughs> no, it's not. you're looking for another host. Oh, and... is that what I'm doing? Okay. You're just trying to cause trouble. Little instigator. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, I watched an extra movie, though, in there. So we're going to talk about. And the movie we watched, uh, No Hard Feelings, is actually pretty good. I think you would like it, actually. It's comedy. Jennifer Lawrence. Naked. She Full... wasn't so young. Fully naked in the movie. Yeah, Scott, I, fully naked. You know, I've gotten to the point where I, if I look at that, I'm going to feel like a creepy old guy. And I don't That's want okay. to be creepy. That's okay. But I watched Love and Monsters. So if anybody's watching this, please quickly go watch Love and Monsters. Because I want to talk about that next episode, too. So Now, I will say that Joanne watched New Exorcist movie. And? And she had to rent it. Because we don't have the pay peacock. We just have the free peacock. Uh-huh. And um, she said it was well worth the five ninety nine or whatever. Okay. So I I, but she's very easy to please, obviously. So um, you took that joke from me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so there you go, son of a bitch. Uh, live show. Uh, life in general. Well, there was something else I want. Well, to you oh. know, I want to thank you for having your mom on because now she's cut me off. Um. <laughs> Yeah, how did that? Yeah, so people who uh, we could go back and recap that a little bit. If you didn't catch the end of the live episode, my mom made an appearance. So for people who have been following this, Scott, you know, has been claiming that they've been banging for the last year or so. Has it been a year of mom jokes? Why, why don't you tell the whole story? Who started the joke? I didn't say anything about your dead mother. Um, no. But no, thanks to my mom. She was a good sport. Jason gave a new meaning to pounding sand. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. All right. This is why I'm on. Okay, this is why I'm on this show. All right. It's true. 
That is very pounded true. dirt for we the jerks and the garage kit history. I agree. <laughs> but uh, yes, no, that was funny. I, did were you surprised? I did you see it would happen someday? But I, I really wasn't expecting it at that point. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen in the last minute during the middle of the show. I changed my mind. And I then I figured you know, the Peter link. Jackson will creep in one of these days. One of these days, Peter Jack Peter, if you're listening, I'm like, I doubt, but doubtful. I'm going to try and get you in here one of these days. That'd be, That'd be great. I would, but you know what think, you could do? It'll be the first like five hour episode of Model <laughs> Club TV because that's fine because I have a feeling he, he does as long. So. I actually think we might make money on that episode. So please, <laughs> Peter Jackson. <laughs> show up uh i would like to have talked to him about his model kit company that he had like it would be a great guest to talk about wingnut models and stuff and how that went now it went away so uh stuff uh one last thing adepticon's coming up and i registered for adepticon and i slept through registration which is a bad thing for adepticon Actually, I didn't even sleep through it. I forgot about it. I woke up. It was Sunday morning. Woke up at 10. Registrations at noon. One o'clock rolls around. Like, man, I was supposed to do something today. And it was, I go, oh, shoot. Adepticon. So I did manage to get the very last higher price swag bag. But all of the painting classes and everything that I wanted to take were already filled. So I'll just be going for the night, the week, the day and the uh, Sunday. But um. Goblin's Hut reached out to me, Mark over there, and asked if I was going, and he's going to be there again. So anybody who's still interested in buying Dirty Down Paint, our promo code still works, MCTV. So if you're buying any Dirty Down Rust effects or anything, please head on over there and use our promo code MCTV for some money off. And they're a great, he's a great guy. I really, really like Goblin's Hut. So check them out and get that. Um, you ready? Ready for news and reviews? I, I, I am ready, yes. Uh, but before we get to news and reviews, I want to thank Dave Kinney for the other day on his Facebook page, posted some really cool images. And then, and then Scott, I'm going to let you take it from there while I work the buttons and kind of say what this week, this past week was. So this past week was um, the anniversary of Mike Park's passing. And uh, again, those of us that knew and loved Mike, um, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a, there's a hole in this hobby that's never going to be replaced. Just a great guy. So Dave Kinney, nice enough to uh, send us some of these ads. These, uh, yeah, he posted like them parts. on his Facebook page, so I grabbed them there and made sure we got good like permission to do it. And right, I just want for and, people who uh, didn't know how prolific. Mike was. This was a great example. Um, yeah, so this first page that you put up. Um, these were some of Mike's first pieces, I believe. The bases, they were for the Billiken kits for the thing, the mole people, creature from the Black Lagoon, um, the saucer man, Cyclops. Now the geometric cyclops will work on that base too. It comes with a little Sinbad figure. I do have that base. I had the creature base, but I sold it years ago. Did the mole people, was it meant to, you had to cut the mole guy in half? No, I, th I think he molded one. He might have his own there. one on there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the creature would only fit the Billiken. So after the Billiken was out, the Horizon came out. And the Horizon just really didn't quite fit in that base because he had that long stride going. 
Yeah, but, it does, um, yeah. you know, so these were all initially designed for the geometric. Um, a couple of his later, uh, later tiny terrors in there. And then we'll go to the next page here. There's a Kong stranglehold kit, which is desired by quite a few people, actually. Um, and then we go to the tiny terrors. And I can tell you uh, that there's a couple of those that are going to be re-released, hopefully by Wonderfest. And one of them, as you know, was re-released. Um, the Godzilla was re-released as the big piece that we've shown here. Well, my friend Rob Madison has the files. And so he printed one the size of the actual piece. Okay, where the ones I print are 150% bigger than this. Okay. And then Rob painted the little Mike Parks figure on there with the guitar. And Rob sent this to me as a gift. So, Rob Madison, thank you. That's and, really good, um, Rob. <laughs> and I, I may print a few of these. That size if people want them. If people want them to go with the other yeah. um, thing. And um, the digital, what do we call it? The digital. Remastered? remastered, I believe, by Michael Berglund. Yeah. So, and um, it was such a cool line. And I, I go back to my first Wonderfest where that was the, uh, you know, that was some of the first stuff I bought were those tiny terrors. So, just on this page of tiny terrors, besides the Godzilla, what's your favorite of that page? Yeah. Oh, the Godzilla still. Probably okay, besides the Godzilla, because I knew that was going to be besides the Godzilla. On that page, probably the King Kong. It came with a little T-Rex. Oh, yeah. You can see the tongue hanging yeah. out. And I actually bought one of those King Kongs. Somebody was selling them at, um, at the Kane County Fairgrounds toy show. And I bought one of those when I was an Aurora collector only. Okay, so it was... Um, I like that that Frankenstein, the Frankenstein, the the hammer Frankenstein is drinking a beer. That's actually a rare uh, piece. Yeah. So, and I do have the Santa Claus, Brian Donahue. Thank you for your patience. I got to mold that one, and we should have that one for Wonderfest as well. So, um, next the Demon Santa Claus. So then the next page, some of these were really uh, desirable. The Homer Kong. The Bartenstein, the uh, Bride, um, the Freaks, the Creature <laughs> Shrunken Head. Freaks. I actually, I think I, I can still make some of the Shrunken Heads. Um, I do have a mold. I don't know how good they are still, but I have, he did a Frankenstein and Creature. But Mike, how, would, okay, so then here's my question with that one. How big is that? Uh, like fist size? Maybe a little smaller. Okay. Maybe a little smaller. Yeah. And um, that might be something you want to do the digital remat. I was. So what was going on with those? This is a funny story. So Mike gave me the originals. He wanted me to cast them for him. Because I could rotocast them. Because what happened is people were buying them. Now, Mike would include the strings that were hanging off. And I think there were skulls and stuff that went with it. You know, all I have is the mold for the head itself. Well, so what was going on is Mike was selling those and people were hanging them from their rearview mirrors. <laughs> but they were heavy. <laughs> so, 
people's rear view mirrors are falling off their fucking cars and shit. <laughs> Mike said, can you print some of these hollow for me? And I said, yeah. So I did the Frankensteins and the uh, <laughs> uh, creatures. But um, someone, these, did uh, someone say they cracked their windshield? I remember a story about someone's windshield cracking from something. Yeah, I think so. I think one yeah. swung into the windshield and cracked it. But yeah. man, I can't see that. Even solid, I can't see that. So um, these are super tiny tears. And this is a pretty comprehensive list here. And I don't even have. Uh, How big were the super tiny? Dude, they're this big. Like and what's miniatures? Funny is, yeah. Yes. And what's funny is there's there's a guy on eBay trying to sell a couple of them for like hundreds of dollars and i'm like dude come on and and granted i know mike's gone and and we'll probably never see some of these again but dude it's this fucking big okay come <laughs> hey on. there's some old miniature there's I, they're the reason they're rare is because they're small like they get lost easy <laughs> it, like but i have the uh shy zilla i think and i think i have the santa zilla and i might have the Godzilla. i don't know I've got, oh wait a minute i'm on the wrong screen there's there it is. <laughs> Start over. Nosferatu. I would trade the Nosferatu if someone had what I wanted. I do have the King Kong, obviously. So, um, yeah, Mike kind of went to those because they were really affordable. You know, easy to cast pieces. And the last uh, page ad here. There's the Santa. Well, I want to go back just in case I didn't have the. Shrunken head creature. There it is. I, I wasn't paying attention. So I'm looking at three screens here. Actually, I'm technically looking at four screens. So in case I didn't have that slide up when we were talking about, it, there it is. With the so we're back comments. up to the last. Are we on the last one now? Uh, we're on back the last one now. Yes. Okay. So there's the Santa in the upper left hand corner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. The unfortunate thing is that famous monsters plaque has been recast to death. Um. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a shame. Uh, the Bambi meets Godzilla paintbrush cup. Mm. I can tell you, you might see some of those at Wonderfest for sure. Okay, that's already been molded, so I might remold it because I'm not crazy about my mold, but um, we'll see. Cool. We so definitely. yeah, just everybody anniversary. We miss Mike. Uh, a lot of people miss Mike, and one of the best. Mike was, great Mike guy. was awesome. Mike great had a guy. great. And I want to thank Terry Webb. Uh, he gave me a nice interview on the big piece, or a nice uh, review, not interview, but he gave me a nice review on the big piece. And, uh, well, he better. I sent him more for free. But um, <laughs> but being one of Mike's friends, he endorsed it as well, saying, you know. Yeah. I think Mike a Terry was, stamp of, a, of approval on that is very important. Yeah, Mike and Terry were pretty close. Yep. So. Awesome. Thanks again um, to my friend Rob Madison. Yes. Rob, that's so cool. Rob uh, speaking of speaking nice of Terry. Hobby. Nice he is. In the world, I heard. Well, in some worlds. Uh speaking of Terry, I had a pretty good convert long conversation with Terry. Uh we have because kinda... there's such a thing as a short conversation with Terry. <laughs> I did have a short one with him once, like like a week couple weeks ago. Uh but then he called back and we had a long one. Uh, he will be coming back on the show soon. Soon as in maybe closer to Wonderfest to talk about the classes. And we kind of have an outline for what we want to talk about regarding that AFM award and like some of the past winners 
and kind of going over them and, and why they won and why they were the best of the show. So I think it'll be a really cool, informative, like talk on that stuff. So stay tuned for that. Terry's coming back. He's just, he's gone through a lot last year. So here we are. News and reviews. Say it, Scott. <laughs> Gotta get better at the signal. All right. First up from Russell, Roby, and Banshee Studios UK, sculpted by the legend Jeff Yeager. Jack's approximately, here it is, web window, sorry. There it is. Uh, we have Jack. He's approximately 10 inches in height and will be a four-piece kit. Comes with extras as well as a shirt. Decal transfer. If you're interested, head on over. I'll put a link down to Banshee Studios down there over on Facebook. And the gun was printed by our very own Scott Johansson. Yeah, I guess they're going to try to cast it, um, which they should. Well, it's a long story and a gun. So it's funny as I sent Jeff, he told me how big he wanted, so I sent him to him. And then uh, I think it was right before Christmas, he got a hold of me. He says, Can you make it a little bigger? And then he gave me a measurement and I sent it to him, and I think he was happy with it. Um, I don't know how they're going to cast this thing because there's like, see those little knobs sticking out and stuff like that? Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's same with the truck i that is gonna be a that's a those are some paper thin parts on there yeah no i didn't yeah i don't know where he got the truck but i did i did print the gun for scott do you uh, know the name of the truck no i don't even know the name of the kit i don't even know the movie the kit's from okay i just printed the gun i got sold i need a 3d print of this gun and i said what do you need jeff and here you go (laughs) it is the pork chop express come on Come on. So oh, wow. awesome. Great kit. Head on over to Banshee Studios UK. If you're interested, I'll have the information down below. Well done. Everybody involved. Very, very cool. Very cool. I like this. One of my favorite movies of all time. Big Trouble and Little... Wait a minute. You've never seen Big Trouble? What did I just say? Like, for real, you've never seen... You're not just joking. I've never seen This is one of the... Okay, so you have... Let's make it a Kurt Russell double feature. You need to watch The Thing, and you need to watch Big Trouble in Little China. I think, knowing your sense of humor, you would really, really, really like Big Trouble in Little China. Like, I think it would be up your alley. Okay, I'm going to have to ask Joanne, because if she likes it, I probably won't. I'll let you borrow it. I have it. I'm pretty sure I have it on DVD. I'll just let you know. I have another guy that just kept wanting me to watch The Princess Bride to the point where he bought it for me, and I still haven't watched it. So I just found out Jamie upstairs has never seen Princess Bride. And we were watching, it came on over break, and we were watching part of it. And I'm like, how, one of the best movies ever. While we're talking about movies, you did recently watch It's a Wonderful Life. I did watch It's a Wonderful Life. And Jason says, just so everyone knows, it's not a Christmas movie, according to Jason. Uh, That's not what I said. What did you say? It's for the people that complain that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It is as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard is. No, it's way more. Okay, Die it, okay, Hard. Okay, so is then an let's stop. We're stopping the podcast right here. Why is It's a Wonderful Life a Christmas movie? Because it 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 it's it, it's a feel good movie. Die Hard's not any a movie good. can be a feel good movie. No, it's the whole Capra esque. Just it has nothing to do with Christmas. 
everything. It just happens to take place on Christmas. You're a non-believer, atheist, Nazi. I am not an atheist, and I am not a non-believer, so I don't know what any of that means. But I, I want someone to agree with me. It's not a Christmas movie. Like, the message isn't a Christmas message. Has nothing. They don't even think they mention. Do they mention Christmas? Look. You're, look, you're out of focus again. I, I am out of focus because you're pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Like, it just, most of that every movie. Every time you piss me off, I go out of focus. It goes focus. We should do it. But it, how do I even say this? It's a, my, I like the movie. Let's, let's get that out of the, why are you so out of focus? I don't know. Buy me a camera, fucker. With that I think I will. Goblin hut or whatever. Fuck. Don't move. So it's not, I really like the movie. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I thought it was an excellent movie. It was way longer than I thought it was going to be. And most of that, what, 99% of that movie does not take place on Christmas. And it just happens to happen on Christmas those last 15 minutes. That's it. Wings on Christmas. Yeah, but you, that angel could have got its wings on Thanksgiving or Halloween. Or on a Wednesday in Octo- in August. It's, whatever. it's got nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Someone anyway. back me up. Anyway, back to the kits. All right, up next from, uh, I saw this on Facebook and I thought it was an amazing sculpture. So started kind of checking it out. It's a sculpture from Andy Bergholtz. And web window, there's the button. A lot of character in this piece. Andy does a great job of kind of capturing character. And I think this is an amazing Monster Papa is the studio it kind of comes from, but Wilt Whitworth Sculpture Studio, and he's selling through eBay. So we know there's been some stuff in the past, so buy at your own risk, but I'm going to go ahead and I think I'm going to purchase this. I'll be a guinea pig. I'll see what happens. I'll get it. But I think this is awesome. What a really cool kit. Uh, So I just want to read it. Check out this. This is written by Scott. Check out this Andy Burkholtz Monster Papa, Gray Alien, Gray Alien. Graylian, Graylian, Gray Alien is what it's called. Uh, translucent resin bust standing at 11 inches tall. This quarter scale model kit is perfect for any sci-fi fan and intermediate builder. With three resin parts included, you can assemble your own unique Gray Alien masterpiece. Don't check, don't miss out on this amazing addition to your collection. So it was really cool. I didn't even notice the little sci-fi, like 50s sci-fi ray gun thing on the back of his head. On the back of his head there. Until I started looking at some of the other pictures. Because I had just seen the front. And I, if you don't like it, I'm sure you could sculpt, like, get rid of it. But I, the face on this guy is just fantastic. And for and then I went out, I followed the link to go look at his eBay store. And he's got a lot of the Monster Papa stuff up. If you missed out on the creature, it's there. But before we get to that, this is from Moses. And if you have never seen this piece, I have one. I was going to try and grab it, but I figured, I think it's in the garage in a bin. Uh, this is Sammy, the undead life-size, life-size translucent head resin, resin head by Moses Jane. Uh, perfect for zombie lovers and others. One, one scale head made of high quality resin and features a unique translucent and off-white color. This unassembled kit includes three parts and is a great addition for your collection. So if you are a Moses fan and you love Moses and zombies, Here's a chance to pick one of those up. Really, really nice piece. I can attest because Moses gave me one years ago. One of my favorite pieces. I just haven't painted it because mine came in like a translucent blue resin. And I really like the way the blue works. And I don't, I'm not going to paint it well. And I'm just, 
I don't want to mess it up. So we have that. So back on over to, if you've missed out on, uh, the creature from monster Papa, he's got that there as well. So I'll put the links over to the eBay store and Whitworth on Facebook and check it out. If you're interested, you know, it's worth a shot. I, and I'm just going to say this because I have to I, say it. There's been a lot of, I'm just going to say checkered stuff that's gone on with this individual. I've never had an issue. I haven't uh, either. However, I my recommendation would be just to put your mind at ease, buy on eBay. And that way you're at least protected if something does go south. Um, you're protected by PayPal and eBay. And trust me, they're going to take the buyer side well over the sellers. And so. to be fair, you can, I think you can only buy on eBay. Like okay. that's where he's selling through. So, you know, and again, I'm not trying to bash the guy. I, I just, I know there's been some incidents and, and, and I think I, I'm not here to comment on that. No, and I'm not either, but I, I and I think all, both of us would agree. Redemption arcs are a good thing. If this is a chance for someone to come back and kind of, mm. you know, redeem what they did. They're great. It's great stuff. And I'd hate to see people not purchasing it because of fear of something happening or not getting Speaking what they of redemption arcs, did I touch on this on a live episode? I just wanted to give kudos to Monsters in Motion. For... No, no, no. Get right in that mic, like a little louder so people can hear you. Uh, I want to give kudos to Monsters in Motion for removing the uh, Jimmy Flintstone Groovy Ghoulies ripoffs. So. Well uh, done, Monsters in Motion. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, there was an individual here that did help, but um, I don't think he wants his name drug into it. But right. I got you. He did make them aware of the situation but hey good on them you know good on them uh real quick i got a bunch of these chuck sent me chuck kamoka sent me a bunch of stuff again so these next few are things that i think are recently finally up for official pre-order uh from multiple places i think monsters in motion cult tv man amok time other places where you can get model kits so wherever you buy your kits there's a lot of stuff coming out here and the first one up from x plus is the seated Maria from um, Metropolis. And I don't think and it's not that I don't like this. I just don't think I'm going to get this one. <laughs> I, I already like have the, idea of the base. They kind of pulled it off. Kind of. I know they kind of did. And I think it's made to be lit. I just, I have the standing one and that's all I need. I don't think I need the seated. I don't think I need this. So, for people who like lighting their stuff and doing really cool stuff, this is perfect for you. Mine, I really, I kind of like the other one a little better because this looks too like too much for me right now. <laughs> so, but an awesome kit, X plus, excellent job. X plus is killing it. Can, can we talk real quick? If you go to X plus's website, chip up. I'm gonna grab a screen grab and throw it in here in editing. When you go to their website. The very first thing you see, well, not the very first, it's on the page. When you open the page, you have their normal like little thing. And then down below it has links to videos is my dumb face. Holding up the creature, <laughs> holding up the creature kit, a link to my video. And it blows me away and freaks me out that I'm big in Japan, <laughs> but not really, you know, like that. I anyway, check it out. The unboxing videos are there. It's it's just creepy to me that that's even a thing. 
Um, so up next, then we have what is this, Scott? The Redosaurus. The Redosaurus. But it's a styrene kit. The Redosaurus. So this is up for pre-order. I will be pre-ordering the Redosaurus. I had to do it. Redosaurus, great little kit. This, this is where what I think you, they're. What did you call it before? Radosaurus. Ra- Redosaurus. I think I said Radosaurus, but it was just because I mumble. Um, yeah. This is where I think they're really excelling is in these plastic kits, these little diorama styrene kits. These are just. And the Universal Monsters that we showed um, are also available for pre-order. I know over on Cult site. I don't know who else. Yeah, there are like, yes. I think at Cult, you can go and pre-order all of them coming in, but I think these are coming sooner than the rest. So this is one that if you want to jump on, this is the time. Um, oh, I did see a Muck Time. I think it was a Muck Time. Has the Gamera 99 kit on sale for 30 bucks right now. So when this comes out, see if it's still there. I'll, I'll see if I can get a link to it. But great little, the lighthouse, very iconic scene from that movie. Uh, up next is the Marilyn Monroe, which I really like. And I think I will be picking this one up. Really? Just, like, this is just a classic. And I think part of it is I love that base. It's so simple and effective. It tells you everything that's going on. You don't need the plane behind it. Just it as a piece by itself, I think is really well done. And it's something that I think that it's not something I would normally buy at all. Cause it's not my thing. But I just, it's class. It's like, it's got class. Does that make sense? Is that like, oh, it's, it's nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really cool. Really, really like it. So check that out. Then Spinosaurus from Jurassic World is coming. Yeah. Spino, but what? Spinosaurus, not Spino. No, it's Spinosaurus, dummy. It's Spinosaurus. No. Okay. You Leave the comments at the end of the N. See, then it would be spine. No, it's spin. O Saurus. So okay. anyone who is watching this right now, please let Scott how much know how much of an idiot he is. Anybody who knows dinosaurs knows it's Spinosaurus. What are you, Ross from Friends? Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. Ah. Oh. But from the continuing line of Star Ace vinyl kits. Oops, I went too far. Medusa. The Medusa's up. So I've been waiting for it to go up on uh, Cult TV, man. But I think I'm going to try and pre-order this straight from X Plus this time and see what happens. This is, I think, have you seen a better Medusa face? No. That's dead on. Matter of fact, that looks like the face your mom had when she came on the other night. But she was mad. Okay, so. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't turn the stone. <laughs> I wish you did turn the stone, actually. <laughs> Great. But someone in the comments from one of my older uh, unboxing videos was letting me know that this was up for pre-order, and I couldn't find it until recently. I found it over there, but I think I'm going to do it straight from Star Ace and X+. Plus. So, oh, man, I can't wait. This thing looks super, super cool. And I only have the geometric. We're going to see a lot of geometric Medusas later on in this episode. Uh so also, so that's the X plus star ace. Um, these are from also from Chuck. These are coming. It's an Astro boy. <laughs> that looks ridiculous. Astro uh, boy. 
uh, OIP? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. An operation in progress for Astro Boy. So de the deluxe Astro Boy model kit, Big Bad Toy Store uh, in Gundam Planet is the one on the uh, left. And then you have the standard Astro Boy model kit, uh, eBay or Big Bad Toy Store, I think is out there. So if you're an Astro Boy fan, I think that's really cool looking. I love the lights. Like It does light up, I think. Man, pretty sweet. And then one last thing here. We have a little uh, Ghidorah from uh, Fujimi Model Company. And if you're into super deformed stuff, there you go. And I think that is it for... No. Scott, what's next? So, our um, good friend, Well Winner, has done the CB Bears. Now, I don't remember the CB Bears. I don't... The one looks familiar but, with the garbage I, can. I gotta look. tell you, uh, they're beautiful. Look at it. It's beautiful. Beautiful piece. What's CB stand for? I, I don't know. I, CB, I don't know. <laughs> and then we have Sergeant Slaughter, and I think it's Meekly, Private Meekly, in the Army Surplus Special. And I'm not sure if we showed this in the live. I think, I think we showed a... Um... But, uh, a real like we didn't have the good picture yet yeah, when we and showed I, it. I'm hoping he does the whole set of these wacky racers. So um that's awesome. That is just I think they're coming. I think they are. Awesome. Like because on Patreon I that's I got this. I just haven't printed it. I have it. Uh, and then I just want to give a shout out. Saul Alvarez, a former guest, painted this. This is the um I think we've shown this piece before. It's the Jaeger Signature Series. Jeff's mm -hmm. signature is on the back, um, molded into the base. But I believe this is now available from Paul Gill, uh, Gilman Productions. Some patience, because he's still recovering, but uh, he's doing well. And, uh, Paul, I just have one thing to say. Kaka. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, I heard the story. I heard the story. Okay. Next up, from our friends over at Sweet Life Production, uh, Jeff Camp, John Allred, and um, Gordon Oberman, is the second in their Tombstone series, Johnny Ringo, I Want Your Blood. That's and gorgeous. I must have gotten in early because mine's on the way. Um, so I'll be able to uh, show this next episode, hopefully. Very cool. Ten pieces, $170 plus shipping. And uh, it's a nice companion piece to their Doc Holiday. I'm your Huckleberry, which I believe is still available from them. Yep. Um, and uh, along they had a Marilyn Monroe too, right? Yes. That was on their yeah. Yep. There's a Marilyn the Monroe. Thing. So, you know, uh, go over there. They got a Facebook page. Go check them out. Yeah. Links will be down. Awesome stuff. Good stuff. This just popped up today in my feed, and this is actually a screen grab of a video. Um, from Shadow Creations, Troy Nehart. Um, this is the Iconic Scenes 4. And uh, this is the Iconic Scene of, from Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, where Luke Costello went back into Talbot's room to leave a note that he took an apple or something. And, um, <laughs> and the Wolfman is like sneaking up behind him and stuff. So um, it was kind of a fun piece. I wish we could still wear pants that if you like, if it was in style, would you wear your pants like that? You know how you always have them. The fat guys would always still wear them like way up high. Yeah. I used to have this supervisor 
that always wore his pants way up high. And uh, <laughs> we used to call them high pockets and uh, all kinds of stuff. High pockets. And, and one day uh, when I was on the assembly line at Ford, we had got in a hole and had to stop the line, me and this other guy. And he came up. He was a superintendent. He came up and he was just glaring at us, right? Because we had stopped the line. That, that's a big no-no when you're in a car factory. And he's got his arms crossed like this, his bottom lip hanging out like this, pants up to here. <laughs> and just the way he's staring at us, and we were putting dashboards in. So it was two of us, one on each side. And me and this guy just started laughing at this guy. Okay. It was just <laughs> it was just hilarious. And all of a sudden, he got so mad at us for laughing at him. And he calls my uh, supervisor. He goes, Willie, call Mr. Creech. Mr. Creech was the uh, committee man. He says, call You Mr. had a Mr. Creech. Creech working there? Yeah, Mr. Creech. Uh, he goes, they got the line down, and they're laughing at me, he says, right? <laughs> so with that, dude, I don't even know how <laughs> we ever got out of it. Because what would happen is when you got behind in the hole, you stayed in the hole for a while. But you had to get out of the hole because you're creeping into the next guy's job. Yeah. So, um, oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. But his pants were up to here. And then, of course, I asked my supervisor a little later. I'm like, when are we going upstairs? Because I'm like, I'm ready. You know? And he's like, why? So you can go upstairs and argue for a half hour and get paid and come back down and nothing happens? I'm not taking you up there. So, (laughs) But just never forget that. But his pants, yeah, way up here. So I got off on a tangent. Sorry. That's all. That's fine. Uh, head on over to Shadow Creations. I'll put links again down below. I am currently working on something for Shadow Creations that Troy will be sharing very soon that I think is pretty cool. So there's more cool stuff coming from them. And is that coming? From, yeah, that is coming. Yeah, it's coming from him. And that's it for news and reviews. What? Yeah. So uh, your slideshow. Check your slideshow, pal. What? Check your slideshow. There's. An, I have nothing after that. You sure do. Not in this one. Oh. Okay. No, it's because I didn't hit refresh on my tablet. It's on this one. Such a jerk. This no, is it's not, I'm not a jerk. It's... Okay. All right, there we go. From me. Um, I know I told you folks before that my Big King Kong had been scanned by Mr. B- Mr. Berglund and also digitally remastered. And uh, I shared the file with probably one of the only people in the world I would trust the file with. Uh, the nicest guy in the hobby, Rob Madison. I said one of. I didn't say the. I said that was one a shot. Of. That was a shot. Get over yourself. Okay. Anyway, so Rob scaled this thing down. Uh, my initial plan was to release it at about 12 inches, which I still probably will. However, Rob scaled this down and printed it at 80.61%. I want to be exact. Because that's what I did, because I, I wanted to do it exactly. To match the Aurora Kong. And Rob did a quick build up and paint. And uh, so I will be offering these in Aurora scale, that scale. Um, and they are, I believe they're going to be around $100. So plus shipping. So I want to say something. And I know you're not going to. I think this is one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time on both accounts, Rob's paint job, your kit, that size. I think it's awesome. 
like I really that paint job that he did on there makes it look like and I don't know if the details you could tell me because I don't know is the detail a little softer oh, the details are softer I, so just, compared to the big one but the cool the thing big. about it being softer is it makes it look like a styrene kit and it yes. makes it look like an Aurora kit and I freaking mm-hmm. love that and there's also a nameplate that goes with it and so everyone knows I also had a couple nameplates made similar to the Aurora nameplate. One pretty much like the Aurora nameplate. One like the Aurora nameplate, but with the Aurora font of King Kong. And then Michael Berglund made one that had the King Kong from the movie, the way it appeared, like on my bust, with a film strip kind of on it. So there's three nameplates that are available for this. I don't know how I'm going to separate that out yet or if i'm just going to put one of each in there and say knock yourself out the aurora style ones will have a long pin on them so you could position it on there wherever you want drill a hole break the other pin off or you know whatever you want to do put it wherever you want i don't care yeah but it's on there oh Um, man that's great i really enjoyed some of the comments uh one comment where the guy said, well, why don't you put a girl in his hand for scale? And I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> you know, that being said, I have talked to Mr. Berglund about possibly making an alternative arm with a girl in the arm. So it wouldn't necessarily be a Faye Ray likeness, but it would be a girl in the arm. So we are in, okay, let's, let's call it negotiations. I'm not promising that's going to happen. But anyway, also the bust is still available and I did just print a bust bigger and so i have the 50 dollar bust available that's six inches tall and i'm gonna have a nine inch one i think i'm gonna sell that for 80 dollars and okay. uh, that's almost the size of the original piece that you have and it i thought it came out really cool so yeah no, i like i i'm i'm so, happy you did this because it shoot me a it, message um i think the best thing I about could... this project is it it highlights what can be done with 3d print You've done yeah. some really cool well, stuff. Well, and what it. was really good about it is when he scanned it, it really kept the original shape. Okay, which is what I loved about it. Okay. Um, I love that I think that Matt captured the essence of the long face Kong when he did this. Okay. Yeah. And so in scanning it, yes, it's softer detail and stuff like that. But that being said, it also still looks like the movie Kong, the round, yeah. the long face Kong. Nah, uh, it's, that's really cool, man. Congrats so, to speaking everybody. Speaking of Mr. Berglund, one more thing. Mr. Berglund asked for my mailing address, and I get a box the other day. I'm paying attention. I'm trying to do something. I'm listening. And the box came um, from Monarch Models. And I'm like, Monarch models, and then I remembered he said he was going to send me something. So, as you may or may not have noticed, my usual on-air sign is not here because I'm giving Monarch models a little advertisement here. Okay, I'm going to show you what this is. And I don't believe this is even out. Yet. So, oh wow! So I've got the moon. I've not opened it yet, Michael. I'm sorry, I haven't opened it Do yet. Do you want to open it live right now? No. Do you want me to? I don't know. That's 
That's up to you because I know how you are about opening things. I don't mind opening it. I just. Uh... All right, let's open. What the hell? Ooh. I'm going to put you on the big camera once you get going there. I'm going to put you on I the big camera. This little so we can watch up. Scott do this. I got to slice that little steel. Okay. My first time looking at this, folks. So, how's it? I'll edit that. Yeah, that's good. It's a little out of focus, but it works. And I'm fat. And I got my pajamas on. Ah, oh, pajama man. <laughs> okay, so I'm opening this up. At least you have pants on. I'm surprised. <laughs> Your mom's not here. Anyway, so um, but here we are. Here's the first uh, sprue of moon suit parts. Looks like a pretty good sized kid, actually. Um, yeah, that's bigger than I thought. Make mine monarch. And what do we have here? Oh, we have uh, we have the clear parts. Uh, let me get. See, I'm not used to this camera. I'm so sorry. I'm doing the best I can with the light. Yeah, no, that's good. This that. Um, have the base. Now, I don't want to say that's a waste of a bag, but that's a waste of a bag. But there's the base. Dude, this is like, I, I mean, seriously. Okay, and I don't know if you can tell. So those are the bottom of the boots. Yeah. Okay, that's a good size. Big fat boot. But of course, it's a person in here. So I would say it's an eighth scale. So yeah. there's the face. And uh, the arms and the goofiness of this uh, moon suit. But it looks like, man, look at that. Yeah, look at those. Those are great. Look at those little pieces. Oh, and then we have, um, look, we got different colors now. So we got the legs and the arms are molded in black plastic. And uh, we have that. And then our last, oh, man, look at these things. Jesus. Look at those skinny little pieces. Can you see those? Yeah. Holy cow. You gotta build that. Beautiful. I don't know. Beautiful. I don't know if you can, right? So uh here's the instruction. Well, those are antennas that all come off of there, see? Then um you see the instructions? Can you yeah. see it? Yep. Got unboxing. Oh, I see, because it's got a little satellite. That's what all those antennas Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a big, long... Um... Okay, hold on, I'll get to that. There's a big, long pole. Yeah. Big, long pole. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just wanted to see... Yeah, so this piece is clear. Okay, but... So you have all that. And then... Uh, true fashion of Aurora, you have the decal, and then you have the flag that you put on there. Oh, cool! Just, yeah, just paper. paper you fold in half. Now this decal, this is this is kind of interesting. It's not a, it's not a three. It's an eight. Huh. So I wonder what the story with that is. Uh-oh, misprint. It's I mean, worth money. You guys know, 
And then I think there's a little story about what it's um, based on this Life magazine cover. Yeah, see, there was an eight. Oh, also. yeah. Oh, from that. Okay. And uh, yeah, so this was designed by um, David Hazard's dad, Alan B. Hazard. And apparently that was on the cover of that Life magazine. That's awesome. I'm not that up on yeah. the history of this kit, but I want to thank Michael Berglund and also my friend who did a fantastic job. On this, and it looks like they did a really nice job. Um, you know, transferring it to styrene and all that. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Well, oh, that's look at that. That's a first. We get to have an unboxing of something that's not out there. That's that's really cool. Yeah, it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. I, I mean, if, yeah, it's coming it, soon. But wow, yeah. jealous a little bit there. Um, we got, while you're packing that up, workbench, we'll do a little abbreviated workbench. You got anything? Um, no, um, of course not. <laughs> of course. Uh, I have been doing, um, I mentioned on the live show, I'm working on my bad Santa. I got it all primed. I was going to start painting it. Um, let me kind of hold this up. Here's most of the, actually, oh, I just dropped one. This is, of course I did, but that wasn't my fault. It came off the snap. I got all my bad Santa pieces primed. Oh, you 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 printed that, huh? Yeah, I printed one one of these. Uh, and, oh, I printed the bad Santa and this. There's the little his little elf friend. There's his head. Here's... So I had a boss that we used to call bad Santa because he looked like the little elf guy. <laughs> but I got to be nice because he's the one that got me back in the plant, so I can't be nice. <laughs> there, so be there's nice. that. I'm working on that. I'm trying to decide how I want to position the two figures. And that's the one thing. And I kind of think I want to do it where they're standing in the parking lot with a bunch of beer bottles on the ground. Um, I, I did get a few things to remind me when you're done. Okay. Go ahead. And then the other thing I'm working on is this ornament. I started painting the skull. It's it's a self-portrait skull, <laughs> Santa Claus with a beard. Uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble with some things. I used the new washes that I got from AK, the deep washes, and they work differently than normal washes on top of other paints now that I'm trying them. They're a lot thicker, so it's almost like you kind of have to wipe them off in some spots. I have to work with them more to get used to how they work. So I'm working on that. I have been swamped with print work, so that's one of the things I've been doing as well. And I've been building a ton. I'm trying to build all my my miniatures. So that's where I'm at with the workbench. Uh, hopefully I have more to show soon, but what about you? Well, I also picked up, and I'll send you the picture so you can show it. Uh... One of the hardest Aurora models to get was the Penguin. And uh, Phil Soprano was selling a test shot of it in tan plastic. It was a complete Penguin. No details, no box, or no decals, no box, but he had it. And so I bought that off of eBay, and I'll put the picture here because I'm really excited about that. Um, if I want to build a Penguin, I want to build a Penguin. Did it cost you your other kidney? Uh, almost, but it wasn't <laughs> bad. Yeah, I will tell you this: it didn't cost me any more than the last few built-ups. Okay. Sold. So I look at it and go, "It's a rare test shot because it's tan resin. The original penguin was black, or black plastic. Sorry, not resin. 
And um, so, yeah. Cool. Well, you're going to build that, though? Like, you would? I'm, I don't know. Even I, if it's I'm, a test yeah. one? I don't know. At the very least, I do have a resin one from years ago, but it's missing a few things. So I could probably cast them off of this and okay. make it look better. I also picked up, I'm not going to show it because it's buried over here. I did pick up a uh, an Aurora Robin kit. And the Aurora Robin kit had a different head. And, I, and I'll give you the pictures for this. I didn't put them in here, but I'll get you the pictures for this. Um, it had a different head um, than the comic scenes. So the original Robin, and I've owned two of them in my lifetime. There's a mold pin line right freaking here on just about every one I ever saw. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So again, this was another one I saw on eBay. It was a hundred bucks. And it was like, again, to me, I buy resin kits for more than that. I'll build it. Okay. And it had the decals and had the box. I didn't realize it until I got it home, but it was a Canadian issue. So I open it up. I'm checking the parts and stuff. And I said, oh, there's the head. And there's a little pin mark. And I look. And it's not there. So I'm wondering if the ones produced in Canada don't have the big That's, round well, look at, thing. Check out them eyes, you guys. And I'll send you the picture. It's okay, kinda, we'll put it here. It's kind of weird. It's kind of blurry, but it's <laughs> oh. awesome. So, so I didn't get that. Oh, and another thing I did get. Yeah. Just so people know, those that still have the cordless Dremels that have this battery. Okay. This is workbench appropriate, Scott. I'm very ha- I'm very happy for it. Like this is exciting. This battery will no longer charge yet, and it, it doesn't even work when I put it in. I've got to jiggle it, and it'll still work a little bit in my. So I don't know if I've dropped it and something's loose. I don't know. So I went to get a new one. They don't make them. But I did go on eBay, and they do make uh, little bullshit uh, Chinese replacements for, like, it was under 20 bucks, and I'm sure Dremel used to charge way more. Yeah. So it's just a generic, and I already plugged it in my Dremel, and it works. So, <laughs> Good. But, uh, yeah, so if you have this, you're never going to find this battery again, but there are replacements on ebay a lot of or not ebay i had a cordless dremel the the one that's shaped like a gun like the stylus like small one yeah one of the first runs of it i think when it first came out and it overheated all the time so i ended up trashing it i returned it like it when you would charge it it would get super hot and then not run or not keep a charge so i was like i'm done with it and so i was all my dremels are plug-in i so these are uh just so you know and and you got an early one I believe these are lithium ions now. This is a 10 volt to 10.8 okay. volt. Yeah, I'm sure I make stronger ones now. Yeah, I'm sure it's way better now. But uh, these things charge for a long time, and I've used them quite a bit when I'm resin casting because I don't want to drag out the corded one. And uh, I've used them working on my cars, grinding shit down. You're out of focus again. <laughs> so, oh, fuck. Um, you held something up to the camera. There we go. There we go. So yeah, I mean, I've used my cordless one. I do have a corded one. I had yeah. my original corded one, the three ninety five, whatever, whatever. I think that's what mine is. I yeah, and I dropped it and it stopped working. So. I still have my original too. I have not. It whines really loud. And I tried I to take it, it apart, see if I could fix it, but it's like no. And I was like, I've got one or yeah. two new ones. And I have so. a yeah, I have a new one too that I just have off to the side. But our guest this episode is Joe Heil, and he is. I don't know, Scott, you saw the collection. 
How would He's you? He's a madman. Dis- he is a madman. He is a madman kit basher, and I think there's some really cool stuff in here to, for people to see. It's a little different than our normal interviews. It's a more of a uh, collection tour with some little bit of like interview thrown in there. And uh, enjoy. Here it is, and then we'll talk a little bit afterward. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. We are here with our guest Joe Heil, and how are you, Joe? Doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on. Really appreciate it. So I, I, you messaged me a few months back with like, hey, if you ever need an extra guest, I'm here for you. And I, I, I was like, yes. So here we are. And it took a little while, but I think in the new year going forward, and I, we talked about this a little bit, I want to highlight more collectors, their collections, and some of the things they do. So you're our first one at this. We've done this a couple other times, but I want to do a, like a renewed focus on trying to bring some more people in and just do the hobby side of what they do, what they have, and that sort of thing. And I got a little preview yeah. yesterday, and I'm really excited for this. So, And there's some things that are going to probably annoy Scott, and that's fine with me. And <laughs> that's, you know, the way it usually goes. Uh, what part of the world are you in, Joe? I live in King George, Virginia. It's about an hour south of Washington, D.C. It's okay. kind of near Fredericksburg, Virginia. How'd you get into all this? First kit, uh, where'd you start? That sort of thing. The, it's the it's the same story everybody tells, right? As a kid, built the Aurora kit, then came cars and girls, so no more model building. <laughs> Went to college, got a job, and then what happened was in the nineties, I was up in a meeting at Washington DC and during the lunch break I was walking around and just happened to go into a, a hobby store just on, on a whim. And I was just amazed, right? Because uh the last models I had seen was Aurora. And then they had the screaming kits there, I think is what it was. And so I, you know, I, I bought that, got into that. And then somewhere along the way, I got a flyer to where they were selling resin kits. I, you know, it's a long time ago. And that opened the door. And then from there, you know, AFM came along and other methods to, of course, the internet, you know, you can go out and find stuff. So that, that's how I got back into it. Do you remember what that first kit you bought was? You know, I was, I was trying to remember that. It, it may have been a Screaming Red Dragon. It was that or the, was it the, was it a Mutant Commando? Was that the oh, name? Oh, yeah, of the from Suburban Green? Commando with, with Hulk Suburban, Hogan. Su- su- yeah, Suburban with, the, Commando. with his arms yeah. are up like, yeah. Yeah, it may have, been, may have been one of those. Yeah, so. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Are there a lot of hobby shops left by you? No, there was one in Fredericksburg, but I believe that closed, got to be well over 10 years ago. So. Um, I haven't been in a hobby shop. I can't remember. <laughs> you order everything online? Is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the internet, you know, where, where it's at. So I think what's going to excite people about your collection is you're more of a basher than anything yeah. is kind of which. So kind of explain yeah. what before we dive into some of this thing and a basher in a good way, not a basher in a mm-hmm. domestic <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no violence. So, um, could you kind of explain what you do before we delve into this? Because I think some people are going to be pretty shocked at what you've done. So just a brief, okay. just. Right. So, so there's different levels of it, right? So when I get a, a, a model kit that I like, I usually look at it and say, can I tweak it a little bit to, to make it something? Re- well, from back up. My real goal is to have something that's unique, right? One of a kind, a little bit different. So I'll look at it and I'll say, you know, can I make the arms bigger, the chest bigger, change the head a little bit? Or can I change the position of it to make it a little bit more dynamic or different? And then from there I go, well, what if I started changing out parts, right? What if I 
um, took the head from this kit and put it on that kit or the wings or the legs. And then, of course, I add things on, right? Should I add wings to it? Put a, should I put a tail on it? And so it just kind of, that's a process I walk through. And then I just cut them up, mix and match them and try to blend them together. And I've gotten now where I'm actually starting to sculpt some of the parts, like uh, this dragon behind me. Uh, when, when we get into that part, like I actually ended up pretty much sculpting the head. I started changing it, changing it, changing it. And finally, it was something that was totally different. <laughs> so over the years, I'm getting a little bit better at that. So do you have any art background? Like what career wise or is it? No, as a, no. as a kid, I could I could draw a little bit. Um, so I had that. But then, you know, just gotcha. That, that's it. Scott, question. No, no, I'm just listening. Okay. Um, what would you like when you see a kit, do you specifically say I could make this into this or you just kind of get it? And then like, do you purposely go out and buy a kit for the parts that it has ever? So yes, but, but there's a range of things. Like sometimes I look at a kit and I immediately know, wow, if I change that, I think it would be cool. Cool. Okay. Right. Sometimes I look at it and say, oh, that head or those that tail, those wings, right? I bought, I, I like to buy kits that have wings because I mix and match the wings all the time. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, and then sometimes I'll find a kit that I like and I know I'm going to do multiple things with it. So I often buy two, three, I mean, uh, um, the Shark Hunter kit by Sandy Colora. Cholera, um, I think. Is it Cholera or Cholera? Something like that. You know, I bought, I must have six or eight of those. And, and when we do the, the tour here, you'll see how I've used those in various stages. So, so to answer your question, it kind of varies. Some, and sometimes I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And I'm like, I need that because I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to do something with it. Right? Before we jump, I want everyone to be very clear. You're not recasting any parts, any parts that you find. Nope. You've nope. bought that kit and you've used those. Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it gets, you know, I, I've had, uh, some people comment that, wow, that's that's expensive, man. You cut up a a, a, a new kit. I'm like, hey, well, you know, uh, got to do what you got to do. But yeah. I'm, and this may be reasonable. a question for later when we see some, but maybe it'll work now. What's the most expensive kit you've ever tore apart? Well, I'd, um, I'd have to think about it. Maybe as we're... As we're going, think about it. Keep that in the back here. of your mind. Yeah. And we'll see I'd, like that. Because... We can kind of start a little bit now. Over your shoulder, there is a uh, fell beast that is no longer a fell beast there. Right. And I right. have that piece, and I know how much that piece cost. Yeah. And it is no longer the same piece anymore. So now that you said that, in a second here, I'm going to show you my favorite one I've done, which was a Balrog. And it's probably that one, because I think the Balrog was more expensive than the fell beast, if okay. I remember right. But yeah, but that's the family we're in, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, for the you know scott's hatred of lord of the i was just gonna say so you're a fan of that snooze fest lord of the rings you're you're Um. not gonna appreciate this first room at all but uh, but, but we can move to that quickly and get to the oh no we're going as slow as the movies are because i'm excited i'm gonna go any slower than the movies are okay i'm gonna roll up my sleeves and here we go uh so I, i mean and we'll see this kind of as we go. You and I, because I got a little preview yesterday as we were trying to work out camera issues. Um, 
you you have a we have very there's a lot of kits that overlap in our collection and i think we have similar taste in some things so it's it's good to see that i'm i'm not crazy in the things that i like <laughs> right. so we can get going here um one last question as we're kind of just prefacing this what would you say if a sculptor was like ah my sculpture is not meant to be tinkered with it should always be this position what is your stance on that because there's some sculptors oh. i know that kind of have that feeling and other sculptors are like, it's yours. Do what you want. How do you feel? Well, like I, well I'd, I'd have to say, then, then don't sell it. Because, you, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, now, it's now my sculpture. So, you know, I bought it. Yeah. I love <laughs> that it, answer. But that's, you know, I, I really haven't thought about that. Because I've, I've never, you know, until now, until um, got in touch with you guys. And then, on, of course, the Model Clubhouse, I've posted some stuff. And now just recently, I finally broke down and got a Facebook account so i could go to some of the sites you know now now my work's getting out there i'll say yeah but i've yet to have a anyone contact me and say you don't modify my stuff but i did show some stuff to sandy you know the shark hunter yeah. and he loved it he he said you know uh good on you for for taking it that's to a, to a different place cuz so you've that, done I, I and really that's the thing like that. when people see these you've done some really cool things with that one piece Many different yeah. things. So is, it'll be kind of exciting, I think, to go through and see some of that. All right, you ready? Well, <laughs> yeah, and you'll see themes like that, right? Because I'm kind of on my Medusa, geometric Medusa kick now. So you'll, you'll see several with that one, right? <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, um, Jason, we talked last night with you. You know, I'll, I'll flip the camera around here. And what I was going to do is give you a, like a quick pan of this room and then talk about some specific ones. Then we'll go upstairs to another display room. Yeah. I'll do a pan of that room. And then what I was going to do was just kind of focus on the kit bashes. Because yeah. I got a, a lot of kits that aren't modified yet. Yeah, for sure. And then along the way, you and Scott, you jump in and we'll talk about anything you want. That's Absolutely. Cool. Sounds great. Okay. All right. Let me get this switched around here. All right. So you can see it's really dark in here, but we're going we're gonna to fix that in a little bit. Um, so let me just slowly pan. And if I go too fast, you can tell me, but I'm going to talk about some of these. So I just want to show you the room. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have two okay. of the Felbies? Well, yeah. Um, oh, my God. I, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, notice yeah. that yesterday. <laughs> so, well, that's what I talked about. You know, when I'll get multiple versions. Yeah. And sometimes it's because, you know, I really do like the first version. So I, I need to keep it. Um, have one. All right. These are kind of dark up here. We'll, we'll put a light on in a second. But here's all the stuff that Scott's going to love. Lord of the Rings. And, and some Diablo stuff right there in the yeah, middle. We have yeah, Lilith. Yeah. Yeah. And we have some alerts, some Nazgul. Yeah. That, I know yeah. that Sauron's worth a good dollar these days. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy what this stuff goes through. Um, I'll tell you a quick story, and then we, we can get into some of this stuff. Um, I had a pumpkin head kit statue, and it was this, the original slideshow one. And I bought, I don't know, what was it, six, $700 when you first bought it? Um, I sold it for 5000 And I couldn't believe someone wanted it that badly. So, yeah, um, I, I, and I, I do don't think, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Crazy. And, and I, I don't sell any of the stuff that I make and modify, but some of these statues, of course, I'll. If the price gets crazy, then I'll sell them. So, yeah. Okay. So let me talk about some of these. Um, 
let's this start right here because was... I think this is the well, this is a great place to start because if you go to Wonderfest, this was there a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. So Joe, go right oh. ahead. Okay, so this one was uh, CM Studios, their Dino Dragon, and when it started, it has four legs. So I got front rid of the front legs. The head was like a more like a T Rex head than a dragon head. So I kind of sculpted my own there. I changed the back legs from standing to trying to get a flying pose. The wings, I pretty much totally resculpted. I mean, that was a ton of work. And then I slimmed him down, his neck, his uh, tail are all slimmer. And I resculpted the chest and abs. Because um, I remember what the, original right. Char- what the original Charlie yeah. sculpt looked like. And it was yeah. just like basically a T-Rex with wings, right? It wasn't that yeah, much. He just, he, yeah, I, he, yeah, he just took he took a dino kid and, and had someone make some wings for him. But but don't get me wrong. It was a, it was oh, yeah, cool that kid. was really cool. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So there's that one. Um, so um, <clears throat> this is a Bill Weiger Vermithrax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I what I did on him is I changed the head out. Black Blackheart has these micro dragon heads. And they're they're fantastic. The, the detail's great. Um, so I swapped the head out, and then I changed the legs to give it, and I re-sculpted the neck to give it an attacking pose. Uh huh. I modify that. So here's the one, the fell beast, right? So the one on the left is what it looks originally, and then this is what I converted it to. And um, those wings actually came from. See that Drogon kit? Yeah. So the guy, Sheridan Druce and Noah's closet, whoever sold it to me. So here's a case when I knew, when I saw it, I said, those wings are fantastic. So he was good enough um, to sell me an extra pair of wings. And then I told him, hey, I imagine you've got some of those returned because they've been broken. I'll buy the broken ones. And he's like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. So he sold me a couple pairs of broken ones, you know, and not. <laughs> They weren't totally shattered, yeah. But I could, I could repair them. And then, uh, Joe, if you'll hold that for a second, I want to show you. Holy! So cow. The, the reason I wanted to show you the back is because you see all those little spikes. Yeah. Right. I had to make those all by hand by milliput. And here's my plea to you guys as um, 3D printers. If you could come up with tiny, sharp spikes and teeth, I will be your best customer. Gotcha. That, that is <laughs> just so out. tedious to make those. So, yeah. So that anyway. was, I think that was one of my first questions I was going to ask as we go through. What is your putty of choice? Well, I use Milliput. That's. Um, but but wow. only because, I mean, it works for me. It's the first thing I tried. And, you know, it gets the job done. So it does. I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I go through ton of that of course um so anyway so there that's that guy what could you just go down a little bit right there on the two yeah, in the middle yeah. by the are those Mc, is yeah. that a mcveigh yeah those, I, okay i love tony mcveigh sculpts i wish he'd work a little bit bigger but, yeah um my i think you're the only one um yeah so his his work's great in fact since we brought that up that kind of brings us to these guys Look at that. Yeah. I'm sorry for the jittering. Um, no, so those, okay. of course, that's Tony McVeigh's Weimar kits. And I just, I took wings from a Draco kit and pretty much re-sculpted them. They, they just kind of served as the core. 
Um, Scott, I, you I, recognize I, those are Manit wings, right? From the Draco, the Matt Manit dragon. No, they're no? from a, a, a Draco Dragonheart kit. Oh, the Dragonheart. The, oh, yeah. that's right. We yeah. saw the. Yeah. You'll see that Manit dragon later. Yeah, and then uh, what I was really happy with this one was the, actually the base. So I tried to, um, you know, I'm trying to go to Wonderfest, and you gotta, you know, you gotta have more than just the kit. So the base was um, Steve West did the bottom part, and I just modified a little bit. Then I sculpted those columns and, and sculpted the top platform where the other one's sitting on. So that was kind of different. Um, so this one, this is the Balrog. So out of all my kit bashes, this is my favorite. Um, this one, Jason, you asked earlier, what's the most expensive kit you bash? So this yeah. was, a, I think... <laughs> I think we made it or Sideshow made the original one, but it's the one where he's holding the flame and uh, he has totally different wings. So the wings on this one actually came from this Deathwing statue. Okay. So um, I often on eBay, I'll search for damaged statues. And so if I find, you know, ones, you can get them cheap. But I ran across, <clears throat> this guy had two broken left wing of, of this kit the statue so i bought him and i had to turn the one left wing into a right wing and then they were pretty pretty chewed up so i had to wait um, how did you do that fix them. well so you <laughs> i don't know you how put did you a turn mirror. a left you wing into to, a right so, wing so, that's totally yeah so what you what i did was you know i, I cut it right along joe you want to hold it up so I, yeah so thanks joe so a, along here i cut that and cut it off and then you just flipped it around and it, it changes the angle, right? So instead of going this way, it's coming out that way. I don't know if I'm explaining this well. Yeah, it totally works. And you know what? It works yeah. better with Joe holding it and you talking it. Because seeing your hand in there gives a sense yeah. of scale. <laughs> I think that people... Yeah, Joe told me that earlier. So yeah. we'll we'll do we'll do more of that as we as cool. we go through. Yeah. Um, we'll put Joe to work. But, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he's been a big help already. Um the other thing too is so um I post a lot of work out on the model clubhouse and i actually show on this balrog uh under the customizer section you can see it from start to finish um, okay so and in fact most of these bashes i talked to today all the work well 90 percent of the work is posted out there if people want to see um how i did it okay now i and don't don't take it as this is how to do bashing i just show you what i go through yeah. before and after um okay so that's oh and i just um <clears throat> i found another one of these that just got delivered today and i don't know <laughs> what i'm gonna do with them but i'm gonna do something big with them because this is just a fantastic kit. are you a married man joe i am and since you brought that up i was gonna say this at the end <clears throat> my <laughs> wife is fantastic she fully supports this hobby um she she's my best critic you know, she'll tell me oh, that sucks, you know, and then um, and, and her best here's her best advice to me. And I need to learn to start following this. She'll come up and she'll say, stop fucking with it, because I've 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 ruined many a kit by just yep. keep working it and working it. So she saved me there. And then the other thing she did, which was fantastic, was one of my first Wonderfest adventures took the kits out. Well, they got scuffed up on the way out oh. and she used she used her makeup. To patch it and the two that she patched one bronzes so um I, awesome. so so I, yeah she's she, her name's kathy and she's fantastic she's actually down 
um, visiting her friends in Florida this week. So, um, but she's she's really excited about um, me being on the show here, and thanks for that. So, That's awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. So the other thing was, um, you know, with three D printing, they're coming out with all these cool buildings. So this is a case where I saw the building and I said, you know what? I could put a dragon on that. And so uh, there's these legendary dragons, which is uh -huh. like a gray one. So there's one. <clears throat> there's actually one over there on the Baradur Tower as well. So um, I just, uh, I'll, I'll end up making it look a little bit better integrated. Um, <clears throat> this next one. I, when when you're one, having those castles printed, are they FDM? Are you doing them in plastic or resin? You know, I, I think they're, this one feels more like plastic. Okay. I don't, because I was going to say, know. that's a lot of yeah. yeah. But they're, I mean, they're relatively cheap. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not bad at all. Um, this guy, um, the light's not too good, but um, you want to hold this, Joe? Thanks. So will be back in a second. So this was Bill Weiger's Vermithrax mm -hmm. bus. And so um, what I did with him was he had like a little short nose. So I, so that's the original nose. I, I cut it off and then, and then, of course, cut the jaw too. And I extended this and extended this to make the head longer. And then they had these little short stubby horns. So I just reworked all of those to make it, you know, much bigger. I uh, sculpted that tongue. I still don't know if I want to keep that tongue in there. And then um, <clears throat> I redid a little bit of the texture to make it a little more bold. Yeah. But, um, so that one, no, that's that a great one job. You would never tell. Like that looks like that's how it's supposed to be. Leave the tongue. Stop screwing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a joke. Thank you, man. Um, so, so the, then the the rest of the stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing around. So, right. Um, so then there's Lord of the Ring junk. Um, not junk. There you go. There you go. You're right. Not yeah. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Ring junk. Yeah. There you go. Um, I forget who did that dragon head, and I know Steve West did that Balrog head, which yeah. is great. Oh. Um, and, uh, so there's another. Chris Gabrish did this uh, Death Dealer. So I want to show you this one because when we go upstairs, my current project, I'm using um, the Death Dealer from this kit, from another one, on it. And I plan to take the horse and put wings on. So, and I don't know if I'm going to do, you know, Pegasus like wings or some kind of wicked wicked wings but i'll figure that out later yeah um so then over here these are all pre-paints i wasn't gonna spend a lot of time on these there's some more death dealers in there um, i didn't know there were that many death dealers yeah well um so of course you, oh sorry going too fast of course that's that's the death deal there right the air yeah. h1 yeah so he's great and then over here, just um, this is was it Anthony Watkins. Is that yeah, that's a, yep, that's an Anthony yeah. Watkins orc. Yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. He does cool stuff. And another statue. And of course, this guy from uh, this is where it gets angrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So talk Hobbit. to us about that. How did you end up with that kit? Did you get when did when and how? Because um, that is well, one of you, the rarest of rare kits. Yeah, and and. Um, and for people right, that are right. wondering what it is, it's the Perna Goblin King from the animated Hobbit. That he yeah, did. which is still the best Hobbit ever. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I can't, I, I can't remember. I keep an inventory of all my kits, but I, what I should write down is when I got them. I just, I just keep track of, you know, 
who I bought them from and try to keep track of the sculptors and all that. I will say that the base is from J.L. Krynan. I was going to say, yeah. that looks like one of his bases. Yeah, so I and I, I, I bought a ton of bases off him. And he is he is the friendliest guy to deal with. It, it, um, he's just fantastic. Of course, his bases are super. And then these bottom two are just uh, more statues, but I use the base. One of the great painters in a hobby, I forget who was, was painting these for a while. He did a number of a couple Cantu, of I think it was Rick stuff. Cantu probably because he was involved <laughs> in producing it. Yeah. Well, they were they were beautiful. Yeah. So and Steve yeah, painted one too. That was amazing. Yeah. Steve cool. Riojas. Okay. So that's it for this room about what I wanted to talk about. Sure. Unless there's something. No, that's else. all good. All right. You can head on up. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're gonna. We're going to travel upstairs. So we're actually in my wife's craft room, and you're wondering why we're in here. Well, we're going to go to my display room. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey Scott, look, that's a weight bench. You ever seen one of those? <laughs> All right. It's a so treadmill. You ever see one of those? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm going, to, I'm going to do the same thing here, right? I'll give you just a quick walk around to see the layout of the room, and then I'll focus on a couple things holy you know he's got some star trek stuff now we're talking see now we're cooking <laughs> the gas yeah well um well i'll talk about that in a second so here's kind of the this is there's actually a loft we'll go up that there in a second too and that's where my work room is that's okay. crazy <laughs> so so joe's gonna run the lights here for me and hopefully this help is uh helps you seem better um, up on top there is a Opdyke, Mark Opdyke, did that, uh -huh. that werewolf. And so then I put wings on him. And then that's, this is actually that same werewolf as the face. And that's from, um, oh, what was the name of that movie? Anyway, uh, Holy Avatar. God. Oh. The head. And then I changed up the legs and added the tail. This, this one is, got uh, me yesterday. Yeah, go ahead. So that so that's future Cthulhu kit, right? And besides the Medusa, so I took the Medusa tail and I took his torso, and then he used to have those tentacles like the upper guy did. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to I I had put little dragon heads on him, but the dragon heads weren't very good. So I took I'm going to take a Hydra kit, and I'm going to use these heads, which are much better and put them on the tentacles. <laughs> so that's a work in progress. Yeah. I just did these guys. Um, so again, using the Medusa tail, this is actually, the body is um, from Magecraft Miniatures, and they've been great. They've um, printed me custom size um, 3D prints of their stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's a lizard folk body. And then that head, again, is from Blackheart Models. A smog head, and I uh, modified it and took some um, Egyptian figure pieces. Wait, holy crap! Wait a minute, that's the smog dragon head. Could you... yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, now I see. Because from far, away... yep. Holy cow. Yep. And that's right. a uh, Kurnan Egyptian base, but you've added to it on the left side. Exactly. Yeah, I took. I took. Great call, Scott. I took two of his bases and bashed them, if you will. Mm -hmm. so, right. Then. This next guy is again using the Medusa tail. I took uh, this shark hunter kit, which is just fantastic, put it on the tail, and then um, 
What I did on this one was I actually sculpted that base, but I sculpted it on a turntable. So it's kind of just, it's got, it's built in that it can, you can spin around, right? I'm not doing this very well. That's a good idea. <laughs> and I actually made it so it will fit in the detolf. And the thing about, you know, you put your kits in the detolf and you only see them from one angle. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's hard to show them. So I, I, I made it purposely so this would fit and spin inside a detolf shell. So, and then one of the things that took a long time on this guy is, I don't know if you can tell, but the, there's little nodules on the tail. Why well, did the spike? Yeah. But I made those nodules bigger. And that took, you know, I did that one at a time. That took forever. And then the other thing is when Sandy sold me this, he sent me some little miniature heads of the shark hunter. So I put it on a little <laughs> eel kit, which I don't know where that came from. So he's coming out from underneath. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the next is, so this is the screaming werewolf and that's, pretty much as it is, but I changed the neck because again, I wanted him to fit inside the detox shelf. So I took that guy and the next two are that kit. And of course you can see, I changed the pose. I beefed up the arms, beefed up the legs, sculpted new feet, beefed up the chest, you know, um, changed his abs. Now I'm still, uh, oh, and these, this is a jail crime and base to the cemetery bases. So they're fantastic. I'm not at all happy with the paint job in this guy. So yesterday I actually threw on a whole bunch of stain to make it darker, just to make it look <laughs> just yesterday. a little better. But <laughs> I got to, yeah. let's just say these are still a work in progress. They've been a work <laughs> in progress forever, but eventually I'll get it right. Um, there's a pumpkin head. I think that's Robert Tommy Dark Carnival did that. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I did, and I just I just changed his tail so he'd fit inside the case. Um, then and now they don't make is, those cases anymore, right? Or they get different yeah, ones? Or what? Yeah, there's a new update coming. Like it's a new kit. They're discontinuing those and making a new one. Well, I love I you know the detops are, are perfect. Um, so this guy is. I took that lizard folk torso, three D printed, and his head. And then I took a Billiken Predator kit, and I actually... I was just going to say, I'm like, that armor looks really familiar, but I couldn't... Yeah, it's, it's Predator. And then I, I sculpted the lower leg segment and the, the uh, claws and changed, you know, instead of just a single-jointed leg into a double-jointed leg. And then the tail, I think, came from a, I think, a Cathaga kit, and I might have something else I combined it with. Um, so when you're out West buying Base. stuff, will you just buy like if you see a Cathoga kit or Cathoga, will you just buy it just so you have the parts? Like just yep, yep. I just I saw bought. one the other day, so if you need one, I yep. know where there's one. <laughs> well, I yeah, I like the tails on that, and you know they're not too expensive now. Um, but yeah, I buy it just for the tail, and I'll figure out one day I'll use those bodies for something, even if it's just like you know carnage uh, uh, carcass on a yeah. face or something. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Um, is that a so Steve West again, base on that one? What, what's that? Is that a Steve West base too? Yeah, Steve West. Um, his alien bases are are fantastic. You know, I, I tweaked them a little bit to make some lava sit in there, but yeah, they're they're fantastic. Um, this guy, this was um, Magecraft, the body, 
and the head are from a demon kit. The arms and legs are from a shark hunter kit. The tail, again, I think was a combination of a Kathaga and maybe a Draco or something. I, I remember I combined two tails. <laughs> and then the base, and then I sculpted the feet and the little extra <clears throat> extension of the leg. The base is a JL Crying and Cemetery base, which of course I modified. Okay. And then this guy, um, yeah, this is just a pre-paint statue. I'm going to modify him eventually. I really like the paint job on that pre-paint, how it's like, yeah. looks really yeah. well highlighted. Yep. In shadow. So then I'm going to, I'll just back up real quick. And I wasn't going to talk about any of these, but you know, here's my. Oh no, we got to see this stuff. We got to see, we got to see all, all right. these werewolves. Well, you know, the werewolf collections, Biostein. Biostein's my, one of my favorite, fa it's one of the first things I ever got at Wonderfest. Maybe the second Wonderfest. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite fucking characters. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, again, here, all these bases are J.L. Crinan bases. Wow. Over here, you know, I have uh, the Devil Man and... Um, There's a Lisker above it, right? A Lisker. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so here again, right? So I knew this Lisker is so cool. I bought two. I know I'm going to do something <laughs> with one of them. And you got the Hell Beast, right? That's from, from Hellraiser. Yeah. The, oh. yeah, yeah. How rare... How rare is this? That kit? is a very rare kit. Where? Oh man, because I remember yeah. that came out and it was not available for very yeah, long at all. I, and when and I had I had this a long time. Yeah, I, I like, remember I, seeing I, it in college and not being able to afford it. And yeah, oh, I've, I've never seen one built up. No, me so, either. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I have. Yep. Yeah. So then, wow. and then here are just some predator guys. This this guy was um. That stalker guy who's kind of had that weird squatty stance. I'm going to make him sit down. I'm going to change his head. And some other predator kits, but they're just out of the box. Okay. The early Bowen one there. Yeah. Is so. that the, yeah, that's the bolt. Is that the cold cast? Yeah. Yeah. Man, the real, you know, the detail's fantastic. So. Is that the dark hunter down on the bottom where he's standing on the, in the, yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, that's yep. a good one too. Yep. Um, of course, you know, paint predators are. Yeah, it's uh, no fun. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so over here Jesus. on the top row, kind of the, I guess I call this the Zilla family. <laughs> um, and then I love this. This is Tony McVeigh too, right? The Goji. So we're. Yeah. Um, so of course I just got a lot of work to do on that, but that's one of my favorites. He's super cool. It is a really nice piece. That's yeah. when you someone when you actually see that in person. <laughs> It's like holy cow! The detail is yeah. nuts. I just I told Jason this yesterday. This spider kit is another one that Magecraft miniature miniatures sized up for me. Yes, it's to me. This is what Shelob should have looked like. In God, do you know who Shelob is? No, <laughs> it's um, a spider from Lord of the Rings. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, this guy is um, you know, the id monster. Yeah, and so so in the back. The back one you can see, you know, straight out of the box. And I took some Red Dragon of Crin Arms and tweaked him. He's got a lot of work. I got to do a lot of work on him. Okay. Those actually go very well on that. Hold on. Go back to that for one second. Sure. That, yeah. Those Oops, Red Dragon sorry. of Crin Arms, yeah. they fit yeah, nicely I, I, on I need to. I need to taper them a little bit. I don't like yeah. that angle of them, but I, yeah, I can fix that. But they're very similar to the original legs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna 
I'm just going to cruise over here. So this section is kind of my, my Grim Reaper section, if you will. You can see. It has a Grim, um, Re Grim Reaper section. <laughs> Who has yeah. Those? So here's the Crypt Keeper. I'm sure you recognize that. Yeah. So I modified his head, tried to make him look a little meaner and gave him a different staff. And then on this guy, I actually put a Witch King head on him. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. More. And more Jean-Louis. Oh, uh, this one. Faces. This one I'm really happy I think, with. Yeah, this I think one. you're keeping Crinian or Crinian in, in business here with your Oh, yeah. Work. Yeah, we're, we're, best, we're best buds. He's, <laughs> he's, he's great. Um, we're so this was, an, this was an Emperor Palpatine kit and it was about i don't know almost half that size so i extended the robe and of course just carved his head out and put a skull was it on the there amt one yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah so that was pretty fun and then next to that saruman next to him is that that german company i think i have that i have that one there's star to star toys um yeah 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 the green box yeah. like the green yeah yeah so yeah. actually let me see. oh i'm gonna go up here so Saruman is just is really meant to be, you know, a grim reaper. I'm going to drill his eyes out, but <laughs> and, and I made that um, scythe. And again, that's that's jail crying in base. Okay, so oh, let's go over this side. So so over here is the alien section, and I took um. That was a Mick Wood, I think, Wymere, and I placed the head with a queen head. And then here's another one I think is super rare. Gung Brothers did this alien raptor. Yes. I had, so Flying Gung Brother, and then I had the, it was the Emperor Alien, I think? Is that yeah. what it was called? Yep. And I sold that to some guy. But I remember they had that alien raptor. You're right. That is a Flying Gung Brothers. Yeah. I had those two big, tall ones, the warrior ones. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, did, I I finally sold them. They were just so. I mean, I like I like the kits big, but they were massive. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. So this guy down here was a Xenomorphus Rex kit when I started. Hold on, time um, out, time out. Behind him, you have the Dewback toy, right? Is that a toy? Oh, oh. Well, that's a statue. Is it the? But right. But do you, do you see that? Oh, that is the there? statue one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going to take that head and put it on him to give him to make him more. Oh, that look cool. That head is also from Mage Path Miniatures. Okay. Miniatures, right? Wow. So, That'll look cool. So there's the Xenomorphus Rex base. <gasps> and I started with him. And I. I can't. That is huge. That base is huge for anybody that's oh, never yeah. seen that. Well, yeah. That thing Could you huge. stick your hand on there just so people, because a lot of people have never seen that kit ever and so people who don't know holy shit xenomorph i've seen it a few times in person and every time i'm pretty impressed so it, xenomorphus it, rex was an okay. old netherworld kit that was right insanely popular but also a nightmare <laughs> at the same time yeah. well i know matt Manet worked on it randy guthrie got the rights to it and i know matt worked a lot on that yeah. so um i don't know if randy still sells them or not but so I, um, I have a, I have another one. I just haven't built it, but I, I, I don't know. There's much left of the original because I sculpted a new head, totally changed the <laughs> neck, um, 
sculpted a new chest. So if everybody's wondering where one of the Xenomorph Rex kits went, yeah. it's now a um, dragon. Oh my god! The, yeah, the, the tail, the tail's pretty much as it was. I did change the angle of it. Um, the upper leg, pretty much, I sculpted new feet for him, and then the wings, of course. And what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to add another wing segment because it's still the wings are just not quite big enough for him um so, yeah i see what you're saying okay yeah see, oh, and I, re I really don't like the front view i love the the side view i think it's cool but uh yeah the the, the front view is not working for me so anyway i got you. yeah okay. i can see what you're saying <laughs> okay oh, man. So, oh okay <clears throat> so next um I'll just there's show door. you. There's door. Go. Next is the door. Well, actually, so that's the stash is in there. Um, that's the stash room. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh -oh. just while we're at it. Oh boy. Now, now look. Don't. Um, a lot of those big boxes in the back are just the original boxes from a lot of these kits. Yeah. So the the stash is over along the wall. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. That alien plaque that's above the door. I think I I painted one of those for my friend Tom. Yeah. Who made that originally? I'm sure was it right. is it Coyote? And uh, when when we go up in the loft, I'll give you a better angle of the alien. Yeah. So here is um man thing on the on the right. And what I'm doing is I'm taking one of those and <clears throat> I swapped out the head for a Balrog head. Of course added the wings. I'm going to change his arms. You love that your Balrogs. That's, that's but that that I just love the design of that that yeah. head, right? So I got there again. You know, I went out and you can find a ton of the Balrog heads on Etsy for cheap. Now this that, is that uh, man thing kit is. Uh, I'm you're looking at 1995 or six on that. That's yeah. how old that is. Yeah. And I here's another one where I bought. I think I have four or five of these guys because I know I can make all kinds of Dino Man and critters from him. So um, there's a long list to to make him into. All these old kids fall into his pit of bashing and they just disappear. Oh yeah, and become someone now, else. So here's an example of one I, I won't mess with because that's this this Kraken kit. I think Tim Martin sculpted it. Yeah, I don't it's think just, I've ever seen that for some reason. Yeah, he actually has a video out where he talks about this kit and some other ones okay yeah um thanks joe yeah if you can see the the details crazy good is that that can't be solid right that's not um it's pretty heavy i don't know oh, if it's man. completely solid but he's he weighs a bit could you and just I'm, stick I'm, your hand by that real quick so we get an idea how big that actually yeah, yeah. sure Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, some other sea creatures. And um go. so like... so actually we've been talking about the shark hunter kit and here it is pretty much out of the box. I did make the biceps a little bit bigger and I tapered his wrists. But then I took him and opened his mouth. That tail is from the Cthulhu kit that we looked future Cthulhu. Yeah. And then uh just tweaked his arms a little bit. I, there's, there's people out there going, 
Fashion future kit. Oh my I know. God. That's what I said last night when I saw that future kit cut up. I was like, what? No. People out there going, oh well, my God. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Hey, oh, he bought it. it. Um, so, so, Scott, I think you mentioned, you know, Star Trek. Um, I had a ton of spaceship kits. And I realized, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to get to it. And then on the clubhouse, there's this guy, Trek Riffick, and he does these builds. And I'm like, wow, they are fantastic. I can never do what he does with the lighting and everything. So I got rid of all my spaceships except this one. And I actually have the Steve Nyson Klingon Bird of Prey. And um, I'm debating whether I could tackle that or not. You know, that's huge. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, but that's a it, that's a complex build, so Ugh. I don't know. All right, okay, so we're wait, gonna go. Could you upstairs. go wait, wait, go forward and down underneath the Kraken? Is that yeah. down and to the right? <laughs> is that the Sea Monster kit? Is that which one is that? Yeah, yep. that's, well, that's yeah, uh, that's the guy. He did the Necrotus Dragon. Yeah, that's the Manit one, right, Scott? Yeah, yep. he sculpted my big King Kong for me too. Yeah. Yep. So, so and then it's getting so, some press. Right. So eventually I'll make that Nautilus look wrecked on the bottom, but that's a little 3D print, so that was easy. And then, of course, Big Creech. Oh, man. Okay. Who made right, that creature so, on the far right? Who, is that the uh, Steve Wang thing? The, the Big Creature? Is that a Tasuda? I think, I think the guy that did it is like Oyama, some... Some name like that, Scott. Okay. Get closer to your mic. Sorry. Yeah, I was resting. <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, you know, I have all these. Um, yeah, I've never seen that creature. What is that? That's. Yeah, I think it's Oyama. Anyway, I have a index. If I you shoot me an email afterwards, I can I can look okay. it up exactly who it is. Someone shouting. Someone in in chat will be able to. Uh, oh, and then there's a uh, rotundis there in the bottom. I see that. Yep. 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 Like. Uh, Pizak there. It's his gone fishing. Oh, so I love this um, death of a mate kit, but it's yeah. it's small. So uh, on my never ending list of bashes to do, I'm going to take. Um, I have another Gilman kit that I haven't built yet, but I'm going to take this female one and have him <clears throat> carrying her like she got shot by a harpoon. <laughs> Man. So, okay. Um, okay, so we're gonna go up in the loft area now. Up here in the loft is kind of the work area. We'll show uh, just a couple of these. We'll have uh, these are all just out of the box, dude. Right, dude. <laughs> so, okay. Now, here's some work in progress, and uh, Joe, you wanna? Take over. All right. So this is um the hydrodon kit, which is really cool. Yep. But I took so I took one of these and I'm I slimmed him down because he's, he's kind of chunky. And I'm gonna have him breaching. And I built it in this turntable because I knew for this one I'm gonna want to see it from multiple angles. So it's it's a work in progress, right? Yeah. Oh man. And then um Joe, can you focus on his head? So I swapped this out for a little Godzilla head, but I think it's still a little too small. So I got this one. I'll probably swap it in. 
Wow. And then <clears throat> here again, you know, this is 3D printed Elven Tower. Now my buddy here, Joe, thinks I should use the smaller one to make him look even huger, but we'll we'll see what I end up with. Okay. Um, so this Ernie kit, right? Um, I love this guy. I must have 10 of these. And so what I did is I took this body. And I, I have one. On. <laughs> I have one too, actually. <laughs> so, so I took his body and I put it on. I think this is Blake Burroughs, Cyclops, legs and arms, and uh, blended those. And then this was a little bull body. And this is the Ernie torso. But I swapped out again, my favorite Balrog head for him. And then this guy used to have little, little legs. Um, and earlier when I told the story about my wife saving the day by patching it, I actually took this one and this one in their previous forms to Wonderfest. And she, these are the ones that scuffed up and she fixed them up for me and they got bronzes back in the day. Uh, now, so I sculpted all these legs pretty much from scratch. And I began to work a process. I sculpted the arms. Some, and the base has you know, a Balrog fountain that's going to be on yeah, there. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill this with you know the fake water, and I'm gonna try to make water coming out. So um, <laughs> I, I may have bit off more than I can chew. And then back to this one. What I hope to do is, you know, I'm gonna fill this all with well resin water, but I want to make waves splashing up. So I've been watching some videos on how to do that. So that'll be a first. So we'll see how oh, how hard that is. So up here, that's a um, Narnia statue, but I'm going to swap that that guy out, the torso. I'm going to use this barbarian guy. I think those, that's pre Chris. those Narnia pre-paints were actually pretty good. Yeah. I yeah. bought the Minotaur one just because I like Minotaur, and I, it's one of my favorite pre-paints that I have. Yep. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, put wings on that uh, centaur. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> this one's been in progress like for 15 years. Um, so I took an alien head. I think it's Palisades, alien queen. Oh, yeah. That's that's that. I have one sitting in the other. Yes, that's exactly what yep. that is. That's yep. The, yep. So this is a mutant commando torso. From Screaming? Um, yeah. Yep. Okay, that we and talked about. The, okay. Yep. And underneath the, the body, there's a red dragon, a crin, and I'm going to show you a couple of those. And so I'm... Um, Slowly but sure. And I'm going to put arms on them. So hey, one I, day I'll One of these days, I, I want to have a contest. And I want, the, the, I want you to send us a picture. And people are going to have to guess all the parts that were involved okay. correctly <laughs> in that yeah. kit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be fun. That'd and be we'll put all the winners into a drawing or something. Because I think that would be okay. really cool to do. Yeah. Cool. Um, so a bunch of dragons. So this this may have been, you know, you asked earlier, Jason, what was the first kit I bought? Maybe that one. That one? Okay. And then one of my first bashing attempts, I tried to make him look like he's flying. And then this guy, of course, two heads. Um, he had two front legs on each side, and that just looked really cartoonish. So I cut <laughs> those off, and I don't even know if I'll put legs on the front. might look better just without it. And then along those lines, um, so here's Red Dragon going to make like a, what is it, Ghidorah? I don't know. The, how do you say that? Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. Zilla guy. Um, 
So here's a case where it's interesting how prices fluctuate because some of these, you know, I bought a ton of these Red Dragon kits because I knew I could use those wings. Um, but, you know, I, I bought some of these for like $10. And then yeah. another, another day you got there to be $100. And it just, I don't know, it's weird. It goes up and down. Yeah, I've seen that kind of range on that kit. Yeah. Do you ever buy um, toys because of the wings? Like, you know, I, if you see a toy with cool yeah. wings, will you buy those too and say, "Yeah, I, I can rip those off." I, I haven't, but if I if, if I definitely saw saw that, I, I would do it. This um gargoyle is from Design Toscana. At least that's where I bought it, and it had wings. I used to have this out in front of my house, and it fell, and the wings busted off. So I'm gonna. I'm going to do something with this guy because I've never seen a really big, cool, mean gargoyle. I was just surprised no one's done it. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot at that. So that's on the list. Oh man. Oh. I see one every two weeks. <laughs> you are. Yay. You're me. <laughs> so here's, Oh, here's my little work room, right? Um, this is where it all happens. So that piece there is another Matricraft miniatures. Um, they called it a drake. I've seen it called some kind of hound. Um, so I extended the nose, thin down the neck, changed the position of those spikes on the front leg. And then the, he had a little short, stubby tail. So I sculpted a new tail. And then here's the death dealer from that one we looked at downstairs, right? Chris Gabrish. Um, so I'm going to have him on it. I'm going to give him a less dynamic pose because the, the hound is just kind of standing there. and he, and he doesn't look quite right. And then this guy is another Charlie McGrady dragon, right? So when I ordered that Dino Dragon kit, I ordered two. And I built the first one. And then, you know, it's been, I don't know, 15, 20 years. I finally got around to opening the second one. And it's a different dinosaur. I mean, it had the same wings, but the, the body and the the head and everything was different, which is cool, right? Because I'll, you know, I didn't want to do the exact same thing. So anyway, I, and I got to figure out for this guy if I'm gonna put wings on him or just make him a walking dragon. But anyway, so okay. I, I I wanted to look something up. So Magecraft Miniatures yeah. for people who are wondering, they I think have a license from Lord of the Print because there's yeah. a lot of their stuff is Lord of the Print uh, actual sculpts. Yeah. So I want to make sure that Lord of the Print gets some credit. Thank. Thanks. And Cassandra is the, um, she's one, I guess the owner or runs it anything. She is fantastic. Now I will say when you order like huge, huge scale 3d prints, like I've been doing, it takes them a long time, but yeah. you know, that's cool. Um, when I get them, they're super high quality, but, but she's just her and her company are great to deal with. Awesome. And then and you can see on the other side are some dinosaurs that brontosaurus, apatosaurus, <laughs> Two heads, two tails. Um, I don't know if you can tell that Styracosaurus, the one on the right in the white, is a, a rhinoceros body instead of a regular body. <laughs> the Allosaurus, I put a Styracosaurus head on. Actually, you can see. I like that. Yeah. 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 It, uh, it came out pretty fun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the dinosaur, the dinosaur purists are. <laughs> well, they. When I when I posted on the clubhouse, the guy said, "I don't know what it is, but I can't stop looking at it." Um, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Then um, that's a V Rex, which I put Red Dragon Akrin arms on. 
And then that, that T-Rex there is from Bones Clones. And I've never seen another one painted up anywhere. Um, so I don't know how rare it is. I, um, over here, looks, just. There's the Emperor Alien. Yeah, that's yeah, the one I had. Yeah. 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 So these are just straight out of the box. And then this is actually where I think, I think this is Tony McVeigh, right? So he, he, he really did go big at one time, yeah. if I'm right. So to give it the scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's Joe's hand. So oh, pretty man. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's that's kind of it um, for the tour. Um, Thank you so much for showing yeah. us all this. So, so now, now yeah. one Aurora model in that whole batch. Now you got your no. start. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where you fall down the stairs. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Bam, so, bam, bam. Um, so since Scott does like Lord of the Rings, I got one more thing I should probably show. Him. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I hope, hopefully the lighting is good enough. When we did this yesterday, it was very hard to see. Oh, yeah. I do need to beef the scale. Right. Oh, this is the oh yeah. Out here. Yep. The cars. Dude, so we talked about this a little bit yesterday. We'll get to those cars <laughs> in a second. Jason would have that hung in his living room. I know. I totally would. So what is that piece? What What is that piece? You're saying, what is that piece? I, I think it was Gentle Giant that did it. Oh, um, my God. And it's, so um, let's go back in. It's freezing out here. Show but, the um, car. Show the car. All right. So not only do it's we a, have very similar taste in models, <laughs> but tell everybody what that is. So it's just a 1986 Monte Carlo Super Sport. Got a 383 in it. And a I love thirty rear end. Um, I, Monte Carlos the, the, and Grand Nationals. Yeah, are the, my color, the, the green doesn't really come out in here. So. Oh, beautiful! That was awesome, Joe. That was really, really. Oh, cool. thank, thank, was, thank you, guys. Amazing. I mean, this is this is an honor, right? I'm just thrilled to be on here. Um, really appreciate the opportunity. We appreciate you coming on. We really do. Yeah, it was yeah, great. And I'm so, thrilled to be on here every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I already thanked my wife. So that's kill, killer. She's great. <laughs> Then Joe Sheehan here, my buddy, he's uh, helped out tremendously. And he's another one that when I'm doing these kit bashes, I'll send him very early picks, and he's always got cool ideas. So he's been a big help. Awesome. And then over at the clubhouse, I wanted to highlight Trevor, who's the admin over there. He does a great job of running that site. And, again, if, if people are interested in what I did under the customizer section, I've got a, a ton of things out there, and I really, you know, walk you through it. And uh, I appreciate the people that keep viewing that because I go forwards and backwards all the time. And it, I don't know if it's frustrating to people to watch, but you know, I'll totally just reprime something and start over again. So it's a, it's a long process. I feel then, uh, because I never go to that section and I don't know why it, it's, I yeah. just, well, I, I people, seldom gone there. And it's, yeah. Well, well, please, please check it out. Um, there's a lot of great work out there. And then, um, I'm going to put a link down below in the description. So people watching this easy, click a link on over to the clubhouse, head on over to the customizers area, but I'll link over to that. So, and then, and then again, the guys at the clubhouse, there's bucket foot, Al, um, Vlad, heavy metal spike, Ian. I think you guys know him. Oh yeah. We know that guy. (laughs) And then then there's, then there's this guy, Squiddy Steve. And I just really want to say thanks to those guys because they view the, the bashes and they give me all kinds of feedback, you know, and it's, interesting because 
I'll have a vision of something and they'll look at it and see something totally different. And, you know, Vlad was the one who gave me that idea for that Egyptian theme on that uh, shark hunter and Medusa kid upstairs. I was going a different direction. He said, it looks like an Egyptian God. I'm like, Oh yeah, let's run with that. So <laughs> that, that was a, a great help. And of course I want to thank you guys for promoting the hobby and all you've done. And, really enjoy your show it's, it's well, great thanks for uh, watching our dumb stupid show <laughs> oh no it's it's cool and then um scene, one more man. thing I, <laughs> I, I i finally got broke down i got a facebook account just so i could get to some of these other model sites and you know see what's going on and get a little interaction but i've already gotten some friend requests and i don't do facebook right I, the only thing reason i have facebook is just the key to get in the room so please, um, no offense, I don't do any friends, anything like that. If you want to contact me, please do it through the Model Clubhouse. Um, yeah, that's a good, yeah. I get you. So, okay. So, Thank you so um, much, Joe, for coming on. I, I, I really oh, appreciate it. It's great to, our, our re reigniting of this showing collection. So you're a great first guest doing that. So awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. Uh, okay. What's the, what do you, what, when you go back up to that workbench, what's the first thing you're going to work on? Um, the, um, I'm going to take that Medusa Cthulhu guy and put those dragon heads on it because <laughs> I'm on my Medusa kick and I'll get that one done and I can check the, the box that I've done my Medusa bashes. So that's next. Awesome. If you want me to print you a Jason Walker head to put on something, I'll be more than happy. <laughs> it could come in handy. You like, never well, know. you know, like maybe one of these dragons needs testicles or something. Okay. Yeah, well, and uh, yeah. No, know, I'd make a good wizard. I would make a good wizard. That's true. A good Saruman. Hey, Maybe one of those. Know. Hey, I take one of those crypt keeper heads or bodies. <laughs> throw his head on it. Dude, I would make a great crypt keeper. <laughs> it's 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 in, an instant. It's instant wizard, right? Put Scott's a classic. <laughs> instant classic. Hey, somebody put me on Fred Flintstone. So that's true. Uh, 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 you know, that makes uh, sense though. Uh, and then um, I, I do have. Dur on the shirt here. That's at the clubhouse. That's why I go by. So if you, um, oh, now yeah. it makes. I I've seen your name all the time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that, that didn't ring yeah. the bell when he. No, first because Baradur. I thought it was a Lord of the Rings shirt. Well, the, t the tower. It's, it's it's um. Well, that, that yeah. I just picked that the dark tower, but yeah. that's mine. Well, see, little... I instantly go to there. I don't. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Joe, thank you so much. And you're welcome. Joe. Have a wonderful rest of the evening, man. You too. Hey, you guys be safe. Just stay warm out of that. Yeah, it's uh, tomorrow's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. I just found out I have a snow day tomorrow. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can do some Well, no, I actually have right? to teach online, which actually kind of makes uh -oh. the day worse. Oh, <laughs> got to hate technology. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst. Okay. All right, man. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank right, you. Joe, thanks. Scott, thoughts? Joe? First of all, Joe, thank you for going through the trouble yeah. of Trekking around, man. what? A, yeah, it was very Joe cool. Is a, Joe is a madman, and unfortunately, he's a Lord of the Rings fan. But that's his. And we found out. I just thought he was wearing a Lord of the Rings Baradur shirt based on the tower. At, and I picked up on that right away with the I, underscore on there. I picked up. Right I didn't. Away. Oh, so he's Baradur on the clubhouse. So clubhouse people, that's Joe. <laughs> and uh, I, I just I think it's really cool that. He'll buy multiples of the same thing knowing, you know what? He didn't, I think he forgot to show them. Uh, when I did my little tour with him, the testing the night before, he showed a lot of the X-Files aliens. 
and what he had done with those, the pre-paint aliens, because he just likes the pose. And I, well, well, and we brought it up cool. in the interview. There are some guys out there that don't like their sculpts altered. Okay. And, you know, just kind of wondering what the feelings are out there. Is it comment you know, below? Kind of with Joe saying, hey, I bought it. I'm going to do what I want with it. You know. Or are you a purist where if you, you buy a, a kit, that's what yeah. it should be? And I'm probably more of a purist to a point. Now, I'm not against adding a base. Okay. Or, you know, but I don't know. Like, yeah, and like when I, it comes I, to Aurora kits, I want to build a set of Aurora kits the way they were meant to. Yeah, be. Okay. and I get the bashing part. Like, I think he would have been great for Model Club the contest. Like, that would have been some of those would have worked perfectly in there. And I, I'm more of a purist too. Not that I don't think you shouldn't do that, but when I build my kits, I kind of like the kit the way the kit's supposed to be. Now for AFM, I would do bigger bases and things like that, but. When I be a kid, I kind of want to keep it the way it's supposed to be. Um, back in the day, I would do a little more bashing, but I kind of stopped. Well, but and it's one thing to take maybe a geometric kit that you bought a surplus of at one time for twenty five dollars, or even an Aurora kit, that you right? Something too, and but I mean, he's butchering. Well, I don't want to say butchering, but. No, he's butchering future kids and cutting them out. Like, like, ah! And I'm not even a future kid fan, but I'm no. like, oh my God, he cut up a future yeah. kid, you know? So, yeah. no, like, Joe, you're a brave man. And I think, like, the hobby is better for it because seeing, like, creative ideas like that is just what this whole thing's about. So, thank you for sharing all of that with us. And well, I'm, I, and I, he enjoys it. So, it's yeah. like his stuff doesn't have to be movie accurate yeah. or anything like he's that. making his own stuff. He takes it and says, what can I do with it? Kind of makes it original. And I, think I don't if, think there's any disrespect meant to the original artists. No, not at all. And I think if, uh, I would be afraid. I think Joe needs a 3d printer to start printing his own parts. Cause he could just start. Oh yeah. But he could, he, he would go nuts. nuts. He'd go yeah. nuts. So, Joe, thanks for joining us. That was an awesome, awesome tour. So, uh, are you ready, Scott? Voicemails. Voicemails, emails, and corrections. Now, we had a correction, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> I remember like it happening like after the live episode that we had a correction, and I don't remember what it was. But whatever. We get everything right around here. So good. What do you want to do first? Emails or voicemails? Do the voicemails. All right, let's do voicemails. All right, first up, we have. Now, this is one of that live show. Do you remember? Actually, I barely even remember doing the live show because I was so like moving parts, nervous, trying to get things right. And I don't remember. So, in case we didn't play the Joker Christmas voicemail, I think we did. We'll play it again for those of you who haven't seen it. Here we go. Oops. Why did that click? There we go. Merry Christmas, Model Club. This is the Joker. And I hope you do have a Merry Christmas, especially Scotty, because he's the one that deserves it the most. He's going to get a special present from me. <laughs> 
All right, you're getting a special present from the Joker. What do you think it might be? Don't know. Take a guess. No, unless Michael Berglund's the Joker and I got the moon suit. I think you're onto something. However, wait and see. I got some packages coming, and I'm not sure where they're coming from. So, uh oh. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, they're not like. Uh... But if the one is coming from where it says it's coming from, then I I think I know who the Joker is. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, we have a YouTube AI voice calling us. Hello, this is Allison AI of YouTube. Your new password has been accepted. Old resin smells like cat urine. Sixty-five has been accepted. Have a good day. Goodbye. Does old resin smell like cat urine? <laughs> okay. All right. So now this one is a little weird. It's a little hard to hear. So, I, and I'm afraid it might set off the uh, copyright things because someone's singing a song. And so I'm going to play part of this. Well, you can't really hear it good either. Yeah. It's hard to hear. I think the person, if you sent this voicemail, you need to up your volume. And I'll try and bump it up in post. Let's see. And it's a minute 22. It's a bit, it breaks the rules a little bit. But here we go. And it kicks in now. And here's the song. I'm going to talk over the song just in case so no one gets us. In trouble. I don't do jobs. When Karen asks me if I have a request, I always say, keep moving. Christmas right. always means the same thing to me. Hot cider, hot cocoa, and hot flashes. Uh, I, I have to stop it. It's a bit too long. Please do that again. Shorter. Shorter. It's, it's too hard to hear. And it's going to... No offense. Please don't get offended. We didn't play the whole thing. We have uh, two voicemails from dead John Tucky. One came during the last episode. I think we played it in the last episode. And one came... No, we didn't play play these. Um, One came during the episode. One came after. You'll see. But I want to preface this and one of the emails that are coming. The opinions given by the ghost of John Tucky are not the opinions of Model Club TV. They are the opinions of the ghost of John Tucky. We do not endorse or what's the opposite of endorse? Uh, well, we're just neutral. We're not. Yeah, we are neutral in this. Neutral. Good word. We are neutral in these emails. Here's the first one. Let's go. Happy fucking New Year. It's me, John Tucky, from the grave. I got word that my name was being tossed around on that live debacle episode of Model Club. So, finally, Robert Crock speaks some truth. Why is everyone pillaging my legacy? I'll tell you why. Because I am fucking dead. That's why. If I was still amongst the living, it would be called recasting. Right, Scott? Just because Jaeger sculpted my pieces doesn't mean he can collect twice on my legacy. So much for those kits being collectible. Okay, I am out of here. Fuck 
Scott Johansson. And fuck Jason Walker, too. At least you got the F-word treatment this time. Like both go. of us. Voicemail from Tucky number two. And I want to say this. Ghost Tucky has the time down perfectly. Each one of those was 39 seconds, 34 seconds. Perfect. It's hard. Gets out. I love it. There we go. Starting and now. What in the fuck? That's right. It's me, John Tucky from the grave. So you have a live show and don't check your messages during the show? Well, it makes total sense, right? It was probably for the better anyway, since Scott was fumbling the entire episode. For fuck's sake, Scott, it's called effort. You should give it a try. With that said, here is to another year of the same boring, self-deprecating model club. Maybe there will be some content on actual modeling this year. If not, I'll be around to remind you. And fuck Jason Walker, That's classy. Ah, uh, uh, all right. That was really good. It's called effort. It's called every. Effort. I am so glad that somebody, it took a dead person to notice Scott's lack of effort. And I really appreciate it. Even though he said, called me the effort. I, you know what? I, I should pull it out next time I'm downstairs in my box. of. No, don't pull it out. Don't pull it out. Not what your mom says. Oh. Anyway. Um... <laughs> you think I'd learn my lesson, but no. No, uh, no, I haven't. So, anyway, I have a uh, report card downstairs from eighth grade, and uh, I had an English teacher, and uh, he uh, wrote on there, "I find Scott's lack of effort appalling." <laughs> <laughs> If he could only see you now and how long it takes you to put kids where where is that big galuna oh the lack of effort is appalling. you should frame that dude and put <laughs> lack of effort appalling oh, oh my god that's classic all right so again in the category of opinion of the emailer we have an email from scuzzfink here we go There's a difference between Scott and I. Scott is, tends to be a little more cautious when it comes to things. I am a person who, and this goes back to our episode where we edited ourselves. Or after that episode, I swore we would never edit ourselves. And if something was appropriate to be on air, it would be there. And I'm not, if someone sends us, if I can read it, I will. Like, unless it's something really crazy. And that goes for the voicemails. I'm not going to censor. I try my best. To try and do that. And that's so that's where. So if anyone, if you thought I was Mr. Doom and Gloom, here, here we, we go. Here we go. <laughs> A century ago, circa 1990s, when, man, he's got it out for the boomers. When baby boomers were, uh, baby boomer, I don't see, Scuzz, you got to work on your grammar. When baby boomers were full of memories, I'm, I'm fixing, were full of memories. From the pernicious childhood, the TV, the push of old Universal monster movies, almost every day in 50s and 60s, lame horror hosts kept pushing those old movies, and we know about Aurora. You can tell this hobby is declined by how many shows and producers are left. Not as many decades ago, the garage kit, 
was minor celebrity back then, three or four magazines. As time moves on, this hobby is fading. No longer a, as bright as it once was, Wonderfest is a shell of its former self, now sci-fi movie convention, now an estate sale. While the model contest is very popular, the selling side garage kits is going. Because of the age of the hobby and the people who founded it either quit or passed away. Yes, the truth is hard to deal with, which is called denial, not the river in Egypt. This is the time and place for everything like classic car clubs, those fading away too. Car clubs? Car, car clubs. Uh, those fading away too. This isn't 90s or 2000s anymore. I agree, it's not. Making endless versions of old, I mean old monsters, King Kong and Universal Monsters, will not save it. And 3D printing has driven the final nail in the coffin uh, of the garage kit. As most producers sat around, did nothing, or John Tucky's obsessions with universal monsters in every pose. Now re-sculpting resin from the grave stuff. Alternative images. That's not moving forward. It's moving backward. Our obsessions with War of Gargantuans. Um, it's been played out, Mark. What's the point? At the time when things were fresh and new. To indulge in one's special childhood. That's over with and enjoy what's left of this very small hobby and look back at how big it was. It will never be as grand as it once was. As far as buying kits, I buy very little anymore. Uh, we'll get to it or just adding to the pile. Anyone who would like to comment or send us an email as a rebuttal, go right ahead. Scott. Well, I'll comment. Go ahead. He's not entirely wrong. Okay. Um, the hobby isn't what it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Everything in life has its heyday. Okay. And that was probably the heyday. But that's not to say it sucks now or it's going away. It's changing. Okay. So the question is, because we're so used to when guys started making resin kits, calling them garage kits, but now they're printing 3D kits, why can't they be garage kits too? Uh, okay. I mean, uh, I think it, it's bigger that now than it was in the heyday. But, but, well, it's, I don't think it's bigger. Figure modeling is bigger than it was. Okay. Yes. But the group that was started Wonderfest and the group that, got together in a group that still goes for the most part. Um, they're not necessarily embracing the new. Um, some of them are, but, and, and it's slowly getting there, but the problem is we're not incorporating the new aren't coming to the old. Okay. So you're not seeing that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the guys that are out there making this beautiful 3d stuff, and there's a lot of stuff out there that is really very beautiful. They don't even know we exist. They don't even know what the garage kit hobby exists okay so which leads me to i guess there's a difference there's a difference between garage kit hobby and figure model and while the garage kit hobby is figure modeling okay although you could argue that some sci-fi kits are garage kits as well but it's still figure model and you know this moon suit behind me is figure modeling okay that's not a garage kit 
It's figure model. So it's a, you know, it, it's not as black and white to me as he puts it, or as you have put it. Okay, I don't think it's as black and white as that. I think some traditionally molded and cast garage kits are still being made that are really nice. And I and I think this is where I get in trouble, is I don't care. Let's see the right way to say this. I don't care about the difference between a garage kit and figure modeling. It's all to me. It's the same. It's the same. And it like, so when I, when I get something, I don't care. I'm still doing the, basically the same thing. I don't get, care how it got to me. You know what I mean? Like, so when I say like, I don't care that it's changing. So I'm not one of those, like, I don't know. No, Let's but leave. that's a better way to put it yeah. than you've put it in the past. Okay, <laughs> I, I will say that. That's but a I, but way to but but still, like I, some of that's going away. He's right, and I still like, about Wonderfest. It's we have de- we have declined, and I think Terry's going to talk a little bit about this in Wonderfest when he comes on about the contest and how it's changed over the years, and and st- and I and I think that'll be a good discussion to have with Terry. So if we can kind of put a pin in this until Terry's back on and and have this conversation again and get his thoughts on it since he's the godfather he's the resin father right and i agree he is without terry this doesn't exist like let's give the man his props terry's a weirdo we love you terry (laughs) never met a shirt with sleeves that he liked and it that's okay but without terry and this doesn't exist that guy has done so much Love him or hate him. I don't care where you are without him. A lot of this doesn't happen, you know, and, and, and he deserves the credit for, for this. And and trust me, he's paying the price for the garage kit or figure kit. Cause don't forget his model magazine was not amazing garage kit modeler. It was amazing figure modeler. Yeah. And so my own opinion is they need to maybe venture more into that yep good Uh, point getting warm because that's what it was amazing figure modelers and modeler and there are and i think that's why i see i don't see the difference between it because i always think of it as figure modeling more than anything okay let's stop there i got another email there's there's plenty of shit out there 3d wise just (laughs) so everyone knows. oh yeah oh yeah for every good kid out there there's 10 ton of crap crap, but okay another email mike zizek uh jason and scott thank you again for the opportunity to win a model in the model kit in the live stream that show was a real blast and i had a great time not just because i won such a cool kit but i had forgotten how competitive i can be and it really got the adrenaline flowing the kid arrived safely today, and I wanted to say thank you again. Did you ship yours out yet? No. I don't have I would, to. I know. <laughs> no, you do have to, but it's got to go to someone else. Anyway, I would also like to thank everyone who gave goodies to be given away, even those that I did not win. I really appreciate the generosity that is in this family of ours called Model Club TV. Agreed. I have not had a negative experience yet with anyone with whom I have communicated. I look forward to each and every episode and the stories that come about. I am somewhat of a hermit in that I don't put myself out there, but I find it getting easier to reach out 
and interact within this community. So a big thank you to everyone in the group. I am looking forward to building some models in 2024 and hopefully sharing with the family. See you soon and don't glue your fingers together, fingers to your models, Mike. That's an awesome email. And I agree 100%. Like this, this kind of feels like a family at times to me. Like I said on the show, we're kind of a group of misfits that kind of found each other through this thing we started. And I really liked the, the live thing because people could interact real time and it felt like we're hanging out. So great thing. I have one last thing to show and I kind of, it's in there now, but I have to pop up the web window. Bucky St. Bucky sent me a cut the, before the live episode, but I didn't want to show it on the live one. A couple episodes I, in passing, mentioned that my dream was to own a hot dog stand when I retired. And it still is. And I have my idea and hopefully one day it'll work. Uh, but he made a nameplate for my uh, hot dog stand. Here it is. I'm just going to run it through Chichu Box. This is the slicing program. This is <laughs> Walker's Wieners. You'll love my footlong is the name, <laughs> the slogan or the slogan or the motto of the store. Walker's Wieners. You'll love my footlong. And Jamie can attest that is a giant lie because it's a uh, little smoky more than anything. So there we have it. Thanks, Bucky St. Bucky. I'm going to be printing those and I may just throw some of them in boxes that go out with prizes. So that's pretty so, uh, cool. Walker Sweeters. <laughs> that is not question. the name of my hot dog stand, but I, I kind of like that idea. A couple of weeks ago, Jeremiah Blakely sent in, we had our first uh, video hobby tip segment, which he was the only one that's done so far. And no one came up with a good name for this segment. So maybe people don't want this. But anyway, uh, Jeremiah sent in a correction to his tip. So I'm going to play that video right here. It's really short, kind of correct something that kind of went awry. He said he had to do one other thing to make something fit. So I'm going to play that video right here. Hi, everyone. It's Jeremy here. I have to make an addendum to the very first tech tip because I made a mistake. I told y'all to cut the cap right there and to expose the thread and then clean up the hole, right, with a hacksaw. But the problem with that I've discovered is that it doesn't leave any of the cap lip around the edge to seal against the top of the bottle. And so you get fluid running down the edge and it builds up inside this thread. So somebody pointed out that if you just drill a hole in the middle and stop right about there, that you won't have that problem because the cap will actually be able to tighten down against the top because it doesn't tighten down based on this part. It tightens down based on this top part. So make that change. Don't use the hacksaw. Drill a hole in the middle as big as you can make it to make life easy, and it will work much better for you. Sorry about having to make that correction. Thank you, Jeremiah, for adding a correction to our corrections segment. So well done, sir, and thank you for sending in the video tips. Anyone else that wants to send in, send in anyone else who wants to send in a short video tip segment, film it horizontally, 1080p hopefully, and get it to us. Modelclubtv at gmail.com. I haven't hit any buttons today. Holy crap. Uh if you want to send us a voicemail, it's modelclubtv at gmail.com and the voicemail. What did I say that all wrong? Voicemail 708. Guys, everybody, it's 1043 at night. Scott hasn't eaten. I'm losing my mind. We got to go.
Seven oh eight. We're gonna get a blizzard tomorrow. And we're getting a blizzard tomorrow. And I have to teach from home tomorrow, sitting in this chair again for another I don't know how many hours. Can I call in? Can I call in? No, you cannot. (laughs) Not even no. Seven oh eight eight one six forty two ninety nine. The email address monoclubtv at gmail.com. Oh, I have uh Glenn Jarvis, if you're listening, you won the rat fink many episodes ago and have never gotten back to me. So Glenn Jarvis, if you're made it this far in the episode, you still got a rat fink coming that Jimmy Flintstone kid. So thanks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, any other parting words? No, anybody, uh, stay safe, stay warm, be nice to each other. Not like I am. And, uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye.